The following is a production of the iSchool Sports Network. This broadcast is powered by the Knowles Group and fueled by Southern Union State Community College. of Woodland Bobcat football is on the air. Woodland Bobcats football live on iSchool Sports Network is presented by the Knowles Group, Southern Union State Community College, First Bank of Alabama, WM Grocery, 56 Vintage Market, Affordable Tires and Repair, Air Control, Benefil Funeral Home, Crouch Team Keller Williams Realty, Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic Clinic, First Bank, with branches in Roanoke, Wadley, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater, Heron Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, ML Aubrey's, Meadows Farm Equipment, Randy's Paint and Body, Roanoke Ace Home Center, Robertson Air Repair, Southwire, The Old Station Etching and Engraving, The Town of Woodland, Trailers Retirement Community, Trailers Tax Service, Wellborn Cabinet, and by Young's Drug and General Store. Pre-game coverage begins with the Coach Blair Armstrong Show, followed by Bobcats Live on your home for Woodland Bobcats football. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today, located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated and other entities and or marketing names, products or services here are independent of SPF. With the right with the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Welcome to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show, presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Johnson Ag Service, Trailers Tax Service, and Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic Clinic. Alongside the head coach of the Woodland Bobcats, Blair Armstrong, here's your host, Taylor Jones. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network. Taylor Jones with you here, and it's going to be a little different Coach Blair Armstrong Show this week is we're going to be talking with Jason Armstrong, so I guess it's still the Armstrong Show, I guess, this week anyway, uh, ahead of this week's game against Winterboro. We're also going to be talking about last week's game against Victory Christian as well. We're going to dive into that right now, but Coach, first time we've talked to you all year. How are you doing today? Doing well, man. Yeah, good to hear from you today. Uh, Woodland, they're in a playoff bid after defeating Victory Christian 14-6 to at Warren Sewell Field last Friday night. And they're hitting the playoffs for the second straight season. It's the first time in consecutive years that Woodland has made the playoffs since that 11-season run back from 2004 to 2014. So considering all the adversities you had, COVID at the beginning of the year, injuries sprinkled out, other things, uh, how rewarding is it to just reach the goal of being a playoff team? Oh, uh, very. I think our kids have uh, worked really hard, and like you say, with everything that's going on, uh, being able to push uh, week to week and try not to look towards the upcoming weeks into it. Um, these kids have been very mature about it, very special, very rewarding. I think our kids are still hungry for more, um, but it's very rewarding for the school and the community to be in the playoffs two years in a row. And we'll talk about something that's more your expertise, the defense. It was a 14-6 to game. Uh, the Bobcats saw the defense spend a lot of time on the field. There was one drive in the first half and another drive in the second half that saw 15 plays uh, from Victory Christian. One ended up in a score. One ended up not being in a score. So just how proud are you of the defense for being able to be out there for that long and to take those hits and to only allow six points? Uh, extremely. i uh, got to give credit to uh, Victory Christian for their defensive scheme. Um, they came down and hit us in the mouth. And uh, so when you're doing that and we're not getting a chance to move the ball on offense um, as much because of their scheme and the way they play, put your defense, your back against the wall a little bit. And it's uh, like our speaker before that game talked about having your back against the wall. Um, Mr. Alex Higgins came in and gave our kids a talk. And um, our kids did a good job of bowing their neck and hanging tight. Uh, Victor Christian's well improved. Uh, did a great job with their dive and speed and belly and all these different options that they do. And uh, Trying to put the guys in the right place in the line all week was kind of tough, uh, but the kids took the challenge and uh, rose to the occasion, and we ended up squeezing one out. So uh, kudos to them for uh, fighting back. Yeah, you talk about putting guys in the right spot. That's got to be tough because that's probably, you know, you you know probably correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the offense that Victor Christian had, probably the more multiple formations that we've seen. They were, you know, in all kinds of different things. You really don't see that in Class 1A. Uh, but looking on the offensive side of the ball, Jackson Lovern probably had his most successful night of the season throwing the football. He completed two passes for 93 yards, including a 66-yard touchdown pass to Tate Bradford. So, when the passing game is on point, as is the rushing game, how dangerous can this offense be, especially going into the postseason? Um, since we don't have a lot of you know perimeter throws, so to speak, unless we're leaving the, the pocket, um, our vertical game's got to be pretty good. Now, like you said, we got to be able to rush the football. And uh, we, we struggled a little with that. And, uh, a lot of that was uh, in part to what Victory was doing defensively. But, uh, yeah, to be able to set back and throw and get some confidence there and uh, – uh, I think it's helped Jackson a lot. It gives confidence for the offensive line and Tate Bradford going up, snagging the ball and making some moves. And we know how dangerous he can be when he gets the ball. So uh, I think it's a huge boost um, of confidence. And uh, I think it's going to help our coaching staff too as far as having more confidence in it as well too. But uh, ultimately, um, Jackson did have a pretty good game. Uh, he's able now to become a lot more um, poised after, after we don't do so good. Or if he makes a mistake, he's real quick to say, hey, it's flushed, let's move on. And so uh, that's a huge shot in the arm for us. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network, talking with assistant coach Jason Armstrong here this week. And one guy that we're just – 
just just happy to see his progress every single week is Chandler Mitchell, a guy that uh, worked really hard over the last couple of years for you. He's senior. He finally gets to start, goes out with a broken leg against Fayetteville, slowly getting more playing time since the Wadley game, but he got his first start uh, since that injury last week. Going to see more playing role uh, this week as well. So just your thoughts on him out on defense and his uh, first start back. Um, yeah, Chandler's worked hard since we've got here. Uh, the kid wants to play. I don't know that there's anybody in the state that wants um, to be in the game more than that kid. Uh, you know, getting hurt the first game of the season uh, with the injury that he had, you have no time to really get into the groove and get yourself in shape through game speed and through game um, experience. He hasn't had a chance to do that. Um, kudos to him, too. He, uh, he ran with all of his uh, assignments from the doctors. They were, they were doing uh, – um, kind of home therapy themselves, working really hard. So uh, that's a tribute to his folks. Um, Chandler's one of those kids going to give you everything he's got no matter what it is. So for him to be back out on the field after all these years of playing football as a senior, um, after having a starting spot and then an injury kind of hurting you, uh, it's really nobody's fault. It's just one of those things that happen in football. So having him back out there has been big. I think the seniors like having him out there. Um, he's going to compete every day the same way he would in a the game. There's not a lot of uh, in between with Chandler. It's hundred miles an hour, everything does. So for that purpose, uh, it's good to see him back out there. I'm glad to have him out there, and uh, I think he's going to uh, see a lot more playing time in the future. So it's good to have him back. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network, recapping last week's big win over Victory Christian and getting you ready for tonight's game against the Winterboro Bulldogs. Going to take our first break of the show. When we come back, I will have much more on tonight's opponent, the Winterboro Bulldogs. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network, brought to you by Affordable Tires and Repair and Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic. As a resident of Randolph County, I want the best price and the best service all close to home. When I need new tires, an oil change, or even a new water pump, I take my vehicle to Affordable Tires and Repair in Woodland. Affordable Tires and Repair has the best prices on tires for all vehicles, even tractors. Is that check engine light on in your vehicle? We'll take it to Affordable for a quick diagnosis and repair. Visit Affordable Tires and Repair today and see why they will continue to get my business for years to come. Affordable Tires and Repair, 23667 Highway 48 in Woodland. Did you know that you can receive chiropractic care and massage therapy all close to home? You can, thanks to Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic Clinic. Dr. Law has strived to help patients live a productive and pain-free lifestyle through chiropractic care for over 20 years and has now teamed up with his wife, Amy, to offer massage therapy right here in Woodland. For an adjustment or a massage, call Woodland Chiropractic Clinic at 256-449-6444. Woodland Chiropractic Clinic, 76 County Road 64, Suite 4 in Woodland. Natural health through chiropractic care. Welcome back to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network. Uh, talking with Coach Jason Armstrong this week as we get you ready for tonight's game against the Winterboro Bulldogs. And before we move on to the Winterboro game, just wanted to uh, hit on something that happened last Friday night, a pretty special moment uh, as the teachers were getting their jerseys from the seniors that uh, they made a big impact on their life and they went out to the coin toss as captains. Something else happened. Uh, Samuel Dalrymple, probably one of the biggest Woodland fanatics that you'll ever meet. Uh, try to show me a bigger Bobcat fan. I don't think you can. A uh, special moment for him as he received his own personal Bobcat jersey, number 23, Dalrymple's on the back. Such a really cool idea. What went into making that happen? Um, you know, with homecoming, it's all about bringing everybody back. And this year, some of our teachers and administration wanted to actually do that. And um, it was a very successful week. And you know how homecoming it is. It's stressful with everything going on. And um, you're still trying to win a football game, but this community rallied uh, and brought the people back. We did some things in the classroom and diff- through different classes. 
Um, Samuel has been, as you say, the fanatic. I don't know that I've ever been around a kid in 16 years that loves his team as much as Samuel does. And, uh, yeah, he's got a couple jerseys that he's been given in the past, I think 16, 23, and 8. And uh, our quarterback, Jackson Lovern, uh, it was his idea, came up and said, you know, the kid's been with us all this time. He loves football. Um, I, I would really like to do something for him. So he took the idea to Coach Armstrong. And, uh, as you know, we had a uh, uniform for home for homecoming. So – he asked Coach Armstrong if he would do it, and Coach Armstrong was on board with it and thought it was a good idea. And Of course, Jackson wanted to keep it a surprise, and so I didn't know about it until um, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. And he told me, and of course, me and him both shared a really emotional um, experience. And you know, Miss Easter that's, that's been with him forever. Uh, once she was told, she was just bawling, you know, boo-hooing and, and uh, happiness for that. And so uh, I don't know that things get more special than that. Uh, that's what it's all about, these kids caring for each other and uh, – um, showing Samuel how much they love him after after how much he shows him every day, how much he loves him. And so you spend a day in the hallway, and you're not going to not hear Samuel. You're not going to not see that infectious smile and uh, his happiness. And I think I told somebody last week, I wish you could bottle up that joy that he has every day. Um, if we could all look at life that way, I think it would be a lot easier, a lot, a lot simpler, a lot, a lot better life. Absolutely. I think the first time I saw him after the game on Friday was uh, Tuesday afternoon, and he didn't have on the jersey. I was kind of surprised because I thought, he's not going to take that jersey off. Absolutely not. But I asked him, I said, where's your jersey? He said, I'm wearing gray on Friday, wearing gray on Friday. So he's definitely going to be wearing that to school tomorrow, and he's going to be wearing it the game uh, against Winterboro as well. Uh, But getting back to winning two games in a row and earning a playoff bid, do you really see an uptick in the positivity that the guys have how have things been going in the locker room and the practice field this week yeah you know it's hard to to take um, a team from previous years and this year and kind of compare um, what we can't compare it to is the summer leading into the beginning of the fall or uh, to the first game and um, yeah I think there's a lot more pep there's more focus we actually got a little bit more of our swagger back this week uh, as a whole on offense defense and special teams there's a little bit of looseness too that uh, with this group, you can tell, has kind of been their thing. They're a mature group. They've been playing a long time together. Um, but there's a lot of focus, a lot of pep. There's just a lot of positive energy going into it. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's huge. We need it. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports Network with Coach Jason Armstrong this week. We're going to come back and talk about this week's opponent, the Winterboro Bulldogs, after this message from Johnson Ag Service and Trailers Tax Service here on iSchool Sports Network. Around here, farming isn't a hobby, it's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. 
Third and final segment of today's show, uh, the Coach Blair Armstrong Show, is brought to you each week by Affordable Tires and Repair. Dr. Chris Law, Woodland Chiropractic, Johnson Ag Service, and Trailers Tax Service for Woodland Area Business that are worthy of your support because they support the Bobcats. Now, Winterboro coming in this game at 4-4, four and four, but those losses have come to some really good teams. Nota Solga, Wadley, and B.B. Colmer, and unfortunately a uh, forfeit win at the, end, uh, get at the beginning of the season against Vincent, a game that they did win ultimately. So when you look at those four losses – between three teams that have only lost three games. Um, they also have some great athletes on the field as well. So what makes Winterboro so special? Um, the fact that they make you cover the whole field. Um, they do a great job of spreading you out. They've got speed everywhere. Uh, they got a quarterback that can throw it in, run it. they got a big fullback slash halfback guy that can move. Um, he seems to get you know stronger as the success goes. Uh, but having you cover the whole field and have multiple fronts – um, is difficult in 1A football. And uh, so them being able to do that uh, has been a, a lot of tribute to their success. And they have played some some serious talent too as well. And um, so with them being 4-4, four and four, we're not really worried about the record. All we can control is us. Um, we're looking forward to it. Our kids are our kids are excited to play. Uh, and uh, be able to play from uh, sideline to sideline should be fun. And last week against Victory Christian, even two weeks ago against TCC, very little mistakes were made. I know at the beginning of the TCC game, uh, the Tigers tried to play a little mind games and made you guys jump off sides. But not very many, many penalties on either side. Uh, no turnovers in either game, I believe, too. How important will it be to replicate the performance of the last two weeks against this Winterboro team? Huge. You know, uh, last year we had some key penalties. Uh, we had a punt block for a touchdown that really hurt us. Uh, we spent some time on Sunday talking about cleaning things up, and things were a little bit cleaner uh, as far as penalty goes, but still some assignment football and some other things that we uh, we worked on this week. Uh, our office coordinator, along with the rest of the assistant coaches, have really talked about trying to clean it up. And so we've been a little bit more uh, detailed, uh, trying to go back to some fundamentals that, that we haven't forgotten, but just to touch up. Um, but overall, yeah, we need to replicate it. We need to uh, make sure that we're clean on, on the front and uh, make sure we're uh, watching the football. And fill in the blank. Woodland will win if? If we block and tackle. That's it. It's that simple. My grandfather told me that when I was – or my dad told me that when I was a kid. His grandfather told him when he was a kid. It's as simple as that. Whoever blocks and tackles and controls and protects the football is going to win. So we need to win those things. And last question, Coach, before we let you get out of here. Uh, just your message to the fans ahead of a uh, pretty big, important away game, the last region game of the year. Um, keep coming out and support them. I know you will. This uh, community rallies around the game of football and rallies around these kids, and that's what it's about, the support for the kids. The kids know it. They talk about it. We talk about it weekly. Uh, the noise has been insane at home games, and I know we'll, uh, we'll bring a lot of people with us. So thank you so much, and we sure love you. Yeah, we're looking forward to tonight's game against the Winterboro Bulldogs. Woodland getting ready to take on Winterboro on the road for the 14th time in history at Bulldog Stadium in Alpine. Kickoff coming at the top of the hour at 7 o'clock. It is the last region game of the season and the last regular season game on the road. So show up early, show up loud, and we'll uh, hopefully wrap this one up into an orange and blue W tonight. But uh, Coach Jason Armstrong filling in today for Coach Blair Armstrong. Uh, Coach, it's always a pleasure talking with you. Hey, we don't get to talk on the microphone as much, yep. but it's always a pleasure to chat with you nonetheless and good luck tonight yes sir good bobcats the coach blair armstrong show is presented by affordable tires and repair johnson ag service dr chris law at woodland chiropractic clinic and trailers tax service listen to this week's show or any past show on demand on soundcloud just search the coach blair armstrong show pregame coverage continues next with bobcats live 
on the iSchool Sports Network. It's time now. It's time now for the Air Control, Dr. Don's Game Night Weather Forecast. Air Control in Roanoke, your heating and cooling MVP for many years. Air Control installs quality, affordable carrier systems and has experienced technicians that are trained to repair and maintain any HVAC system. Visit Air Control today at their new office located at 4547 Highway 431 in Roanoke or call 863-7700. Remember, if you had called Air Control, you'd be cool by now. Air Control, Alabama license number 92297. With the Air Control game night weather forecast, here's Dr. Dom. The fall cold fronts have been aligned just right to give us great high school football this year. And tonight will be no exception as the Woodland Bobcats travel to Alpine, Alabama to take on the Winterboro Bulldogs at Bulldog Stadium. Clear skies and cool, kickoff temperature 62, halftime 59, and we'll start the fourth quarter at 57 degrees. Dew point 53, relative humidity 72%, and the wind will be out of the northwest at 3 with a 22% sky cover. There's your GameCast forecast for tonight's game between Woodland and Winterboro from Dr. Don's Weather. Check us out online at drdonwx.com. Let's play ball! This is the iSchool Sports Network. It's time for Bobcats Live. We get you ready for kickoff with last week's highlights, starting lineups, and pregame analysis. Let's send it to the booth for Bobcats Live. Alongside Brett Waits and Terry Allen, here's Taylor Jones. After a successful season in 2020 that saw the Woodland Bobcats earn their first playoff bid in six years, the team came back with a message, we aren't done yet. Fast forward to the 2021 season, the drive to keep the fight going hit a roadblock. COVID protocols and injury issues forced the Bobcats into a rocky 0-3 start. However, they never yielded and have now won three of their last five games and have secured a playoff bid for the second season in a row. The first time that they have made the playoffs in two straight seasons since going to 11 straight playoffs from 2004 to 2014. The storms have been heavy at times for this Woodland team, but they have repaired the fences along the way and they've kept working. Tonight, their message remains the same. We aren't done yet. The Woodland Bobcats invade the doghouse in hopes of to, in hopes to stun a playoff-bound Winterboro team to improve their playoff stock. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another broadcast of Woodland Bobcat football here on iSchool Sports Network. Alongside Brett Waits, I'm Taylor Jones. Woodland earned their second straight playoff bid by defeating Victory Christian last week, 14-6, in what was one of the best defensive performances of the season to this point. Tonight, Woodland squares off with a tough Winterboro team in front of their home crowd and hopes to gain ground in their final night of region play. For more on today's game, here's a look at tonight's game day headlines. Sounds nice. Make it twice. With Woodland's 14-6 win over Victory Christian last Friday night, the Bobcats are now playoff eligible for the second season in a row. It's the first time that Woodland has made the postseason in two straight seasons since the 11-year run from 2004 to 2014, where in that run, Woodland made two state title appearances. We're going streaking! Woodland has found rhythm over the last two weeks, outscoring TCC and Victory Christian 62-6 in those last two games. It is the first time this season that Woodland has won two games in a row, and they hope to extend that streak tonight to close out the regular season schedule. 
and the last battle. The Bobcats played their final region game of 2021 tonight on the road at Winterboro. The Bulldogs currently sit in second place in the region with a 4-1 record over Region 5 teams, and Woodland hopes to spoil their plan to host a playoff game in two weeks. We've got much more coming up on Bobcats Live, including starting lineups and TA's tail of the tape with Terry Allen right here on iSchool Sports Network. WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included and you can make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Bobcats Live continues now with T.A.'s Tell of the Tape. For a more in-depth look into today's game, here's Terry Allen. Our Woodland Bobcats, for the second year in a row, are headed to the playoffs. Tonight, we are in Alpine, Alabama, to take on the Winterboro Bulldogs. The Dogs 4-4 four and four on the year, 4-1 four and one in region play. Coach Skyler Mansfield is hoping for a win tonight and secure themselves a home playoff game. Key players to watch tonight are quarterback Jake Travis, a great mobile quarterback with good pass awareness. Running back Jahaslin James, who had four touchdowns in their last game against Victory Christian. The Bulldogs also have a couple of good wide receiver cornerback combinations to look out for. They are Troy McKinney and Chance Dandridge, who has been invited to play in the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star game. Look for the Dogs to try to get the ball to him a lot tonight. When we return, we'll take a look at the Cats after this from our friends at Raybuck's Farm Supply. This is the tale of the tape on the iSchool Sports Network. Raybuck's Farm Supply, getting you ready for the fall. Three different kinds of plot mixes in stock. For you hunters, we have game and trail cameras. Also, buck muscle. Don't forget our farm-raised beef from our farm. Raybuck's has commodity blend cattle feed. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for all of our specials. Look for our Raybuck's sign on Highway 48 in Wood. Let Raybuck's Farm Supply get you ready for the fall. Raybuck's Farm Supply in Woodland. After a great homecoming win against Victor Christian last week, the Cats are on the road again, this time at Alpine. And one name you hear us say quite often is Parker Woodham. He is the team's leading rusher with 1,187 yards. He also has 16 touchdowns. He's also the team's leading tackler with 61 on the year. Quarterback Jackson Lovern is coming off a great game last week, as is wide receiver Tate Bradford. Tonight, for a cat victory, the key is up front in the trenches with Justice Heron, Blue Heron, 
and Eli Rollins. Also, don't forget Logan Barrick at the rover position. The Cats secondary will need to guard against the good passing game of Winterboro. Tate Bradford, David Knowles, Levi Perriman, and Chandler Mitchell will have their hands full tonight. Linebackers McManus, Woodham, and Bailey will have to continue their great play as well. Yes, I call the whole defense, and if we can keep the dogs scoring down, we will leave Alpine with a huge Bobcat win tonight. Kickoff is minutes away, so let's turn it over to Brett Waits and my main man, Taylor Jones, for your call of the game. This is the iSchool Sports Network. If you love watching, if you love watching, listening to the game on iSchool Sports Network, you'll love reading about it in the Randolph Leader and on therandolphleader.com. All the big plays from the big games, the game-changing moments, and the players that made them happen. Daily updates on therandolphleader.com keep you up to speed all week long. Find stats, photos, stories, and complete coverage online and in our weekly print edition every Wednesday. Full-scale coverage of every local high school plus Southern Union Athletics with online subscriptions for as low as $26 per year. So check it out after the game, the Randolph Leader and therandolphleader.com. We've got you covered. High School Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. Welcome back to Bobcats Live here on High School Sports Network, your home for Woodland Bobcats football. And it's time to welcome in the second member of our broadcast team tonight, Mr. Brett Waits, joining us on the road for the fifth time tonight, our fifth time this season. And you feel more and more comfortable now? You think we can take the training wheels off? Well, let's try it, man. I'm having a great time. I'm enjoying this. It's a, it's just great to work with you and Terry Allen, and it's just a great time, and I love it. Yeah, we're happy to have you joining us. It's now time for the starting lineups presented by the Randolph Leader, keeping residents of Randolph County up to date on news, sports, and local happenings since 1892. That's the Randolph Leader. Be sure to grab your copy of the Randolph Leader every Wednesday for a look at the Bobcat defense. Here's Brett Waits. Taylor, we're looking at a 4-3 defense this week, uh, looking at Logan Barrett at the Rover, Justice Herring at defensive tackle, uh, Blue Heron at the nose, uh, and then you have a sort of another defensive end slash defensive tackle with Eli Rollins um, at that spot. Your linebackers are Guy McManus, Mick Bailey, and Parker Woodham. Those are some guys that really make some tackles, and they're going to they're gonna have to play well tonight. Uh, my player spotlight is going to be actually multiple players. I'm going to look at the secondary. We have a new look the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've changed to more of a four-man secondary from a three-man, led by uh, number five, Tate Bradford, at corner, uh, number 11, <clears throat> Levi Pearman at the other corner, and number 15, Chandler Mitchell at free safety, and number six, David Knowles at strong safety. Last week, the secondary held up in a, a tight game with Victor Christian. Uh, we're going to need them to play well tonight because the Bulldogs like to throw the ball and they have athletes. Uh, I like our new look, and I like our chances. It's now time for a look at the uh, starters on special teams tonight. Punting the football will be number five, Tate Bradford. Kicking will be number 30, Parker Woodham. And your returners will be number 30, Parker Woodham, number 10, Guy McManus, and number five, Tate Bradford. Now for a look at the starting offense for the Bobcats. We're first going to highlight the entire offensive line. Uh, Brett Waits going with a full unit. I'm going to go with a full unit, too. I'm going to be uh, showcasing the offensive line tonight. Tonight's offensive success is going to hinge on the success of the Bobcat offensive line. The Bulldogs have three key guys that rush the edges in Troy McKinney, Deontay Smoot, and Dawson Mosley. And it'll take a group effort from Nathaniel Smitherman, Blue Heron, Eli Rollins, Kalen Houston, Justice Herring, Nick Bailey, and Logan Barrett to slow them down. But if those three key Bulldog defenders stay out of the backfield and Jackson Lovern has time to make throws, 
hey, it could be a successful night. Your starters on the offense tonight at right tackle, number 56, senior Nathaniel Smitherman. At right guard, number 55, junior Blue Heron. At center, number 50, senior Eli Rollins. Left guard, number 63, Kalen Houston. And left tackle, number 68, senior Justice Herring. Your receivers and tight ends tonight at the W, number 5, senior Tate Bradford. At the Y, number 60, or he could be number 20. Who knows, Mick Bailey. And at the X, getting his first start on offense since the Fayetteville game, number 15, senior Chandler Mitchell. Your backs tonight, number 10, senior Guy McManus at fullback and at halfback, number 30, senior Parker Woodham. And your quarterback tonight for the Bobcats, number three, senior Jackson Lover. And that's the starting lineup brought to you by head coach Blair Armstrong from the Woodland Bobcats. And that starting lineup is brought to you by the Randolph Leader, keeping residents of Randolph County up to date on news, local, news sports, and local happenings since 1892. Grab your copy of the Randolph Leader every Wednesday. One final timeout when we come back. Kickoff between the Bobcats and the Bulldogs live from Alpine here on iSchool Sports Network. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today, located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions, a full deli at all locations, the meat department with a full-time butcher, available for freshly cut meats. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery in Heflin, Piedmont, Widawi, and Roanoke, Alabama. The home of the Woodland Bobcats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Bobcats Live continues for a few more moments as the Bobcats are getting ready to make their way onto the field. The seniors for the Winterboro Bulldogs have made their way out onto the field ready to uh, ready for their coin toss. And it is senior night here in Winterboro, a pretty lengthy uh, senior night uh, ceremony as they honor the cheerleaders, the football players, and the band members uh, right before their last home game of the season, before the Bulldogs get ready to take on Barry next week. And they've got a lot of seniors out there. They did. They had a long group. It seemed like it took forever for them to work through them. Um, that, was a, that was a lot of kids. 
And uh, now that we got a little bit of time, we're going to talk about the playoff scenario. Didn't get a chance to talk about it a lot last week uh, just due to, you know, checking to make sure whoever we needed to win won, whoever we needed to lose, lose. And just to kind of make sense of it all, after the win last week against Victory Christian, the Bobcats are now eligible for the postseason. And, uh, Brett, why don't you uh, kind of break it down exactly how we're looking right now? Well, you know, breaking it down is uh, is a word that's used kind of loosely right there. Uh, <laughs> you know, right now we have a shot at second place. Uh, we we could we could finish anywhere from two to four, depending on how things go tonight. Um, and the tie-breaking procedure, if you've ever read the football handbook at the Alabama High School Athletic Association, has runs from A through Q scenarios. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so it's Which I a, guess you kind of need it all for you yeah. know, whoever has seven-team regions, eight-team regions, nine-team regions in some yeah. case. So you got to make sure all your T's are dotted and I's are crossed. Exactly. There's lots of different things and how people work together. It's a little bit like reading some Old Testament parts of the Bible. This yeah, one begat yeah, yeah. that one and that one begat. It just kind of keeps going and going if you you know looking at win percentage and things like that um you know the first thing you have to do is you know establish who that first one is um the highest win percentage against the number one ranked team will be ahead of all other tied teams um so then if that if you're still a three-way tie then you keep working your way down so it it is it's a complicated process so as of right now where do the bobcats look to uh be playing in a couple of weeks so um if we finish number four um we are looking at uh, Cedar Bluff, uh, is, is according to the standings on the High School Athletic Association right now. Um, we would be the four seed, and they are the number one seed in that Cedar Bluff. Um, if we finish third, as of right now, it would look like Summerton Christian, and uh, I think me and you've had some talks that they almost look as uh, as as tough as Cedar Bluff. Yes. I mean, it's that's sort of a. a, a games there behind those two. If we finish. Um, if we end up finishing uh, second, um, it's a three- or four-way tie in that area right there. You've got Coosa Christian that's uh, holding that spot right now, but Valley Head and Galesville are also tied for that same um, same spot. So it, it's, it would depend on what their tiebreaker is or who we pick up from that group. We'll continue our talks on uh, the playoffs in just a few moments after we take another timeout here on iSchool Sports Network. Bobcats and Bulldogs getting ready to face off here in Winterboro in a few moments. Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. Are you looking for skilled physical therapy? If so, look no further than Elite Rehab. Locally owned and operated by doctorate level physical therapists, Elite Rehab customizes each treatment to you so that you get the best outcome available for any condition that you're rehabilitating. We're currently located in Roanoke, Alabama, but very soon we'll be opening a new clinic in Wedowie, Alabama, right next to Sweet Things Bakery. For more information, check us out online at EliteRehabPT.com. Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house, 
It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. And it is game time here in Alpine. The Woodland Bobcats and the Winterboro Bulldogs getting ready to square off in this final region game of the 2021 season. The season I felt like has flown by, but uh, looks like the Bobcats are starting to get uh, warm and starting to uh, do things well when it counts. So let's hopefully we can see that come over tonight. I agree. I, I hope so too. You know, a little bit of a win streak. We got some, uh, you know, we, we've got some guys that are mostly healthy, and uh, I think we. We're starting to hit our peak. Winterboro will receive the opening kickoff. We are uh, on the visitor side tonight, as we have been for a majority of the year. The only time that we have not set up on the visitor side has been at uh, Fayetteville. We were still in the stands, though, but we were set up uh, on the home side at Fayetteville. So uh, to our right, we've got the scoreboard. To our left, we've got the field house, the concession stand, and the weight room. And... Uh, just over to our right, about our three or two o'clock position, the brand new school that's uh, been built here at Winterboro that was completed about a uh, year or two ago. Uh, very beautiful campus here in Winterboro. It is, it is. And uh, if you remember driving through the old school, they had the old uh, rock uh, outside facing of it. And I like how they were able to bring that into the new uh, school also to kind of keep that, that old school tie to it. Yeah, Talladega County, a uh, handful of schools around the area getting upgrades. Uh, I think we also see a new field house that's being built that is kind of centrally located because right behind the home stand is the softball field, and over to our uh, 3 o'clock position to our right is the baseball stadium, and the field house is going to be kind of centrally located uh, behind all three of those facilities. But it's time for kickoff here in Alpine. Parker Woodham has this one uh, lined up, and he will kick this one right out of bounds. And that will draw a flag kicked off about right where the ball would be spotted if it had gone any further around the 38-yard line, I believe. So Winterboro will start their first possession 12 minutes to go here in the opening quarter. 7:01 kickoff time here at Winterboro. This is a big time right here. Uh, you know, we need to come out of the gate playing well on defense. Um, looks like they're going to ask us to re-kick it. Yeah, that's a good idea because the way that Parker kicked it off, he kicked it off towards his sideline, of course, which is the sideline that we're at, went out of bounds around the 37-yard line. And usually if you kick a ball out of bounds on the kickoff, uh, they spot it at the 35-yard line. So I figured that would, you know, Winterboro would want a chance to maybe play a little further up. So they are going to back uh, Parker Woodham and the Bobcat kicking team back about five yards, and they'll let him try it again. Back to return, number 11, Troy McKinney, and number eight, Chance Dandridge. Two of the five impact players here on this Winterboro team. That's going to be a low line drive kick. It'll be taken by McKinney midfield. He gets to the 35, 40, 45. Midfield shakes a tackle. He's still going, finally bringing him down inside the 35-yard line is David Knowles. 
and the uh, Winterboro Bulldogs have fantastic starting percentage or uh, starting position, which I think is why Parker didn't want to kick off to him like way, that way in the first place. And that's going to bring up first down and ten. Bulldogs 11:48 to go in the opening quarter. They're going to have it at the 36-yard line inside Bobcat territory. Yeah, I, I think you're right on that. We didn't want to we didn't want to kick to him too too much. A team that'll show multiple formations. The Winterboro Bulldogs will. They're going to go out of the Wildcat with Jahaslin James lined up as the running back quarterback. He'll get it on a direct snap. He's got plenty of room right side. 30, 25, 20, brought down inside the 10-yard line. I believe they're going to say he is down around the 7. So a great carry by Jahaslin James to start off the uh, start off the game for the Bulldogs, something that we knew that they did. Didn't think they were going to do it quite that early, but they're wanting to make an impact and make a statement right here very fast. First down, Bulldogs. Yeah, it was just right off a right end. I think our defensive end came up a little too fast. I think he's just a little hyped up trying to get make a play, and uh, he came up under him and ran ran it on that side. Shotgun said it will be a handoff to James, and he's knocked mm. down around the line of scrimmage, knocked back. Uh, not sure if he gained yards or not, uh, but he's going to be back down around the seven-yard uh, seven line again. Uh, Kalen Houston ultimately fell on him. Not sure who he ran into, but a great play by Kalen nonetheless in that defensive line. Yeah, he really took a shot going up the middle right there. One minute quickly gone here in this ball game. 0-0 between Woodland and Winterboro. Travis will hand off to his tailback. He goes left side, and Burrow is on the board first by a score of 6-0. That was a handoff to number 20, Deontay Smoot. And Smoot will get the Bulldogs on top early with 10.50 to go in the first quarter. They're running that read option kind of right there. They looking the quarterback looks to keep, but uh, able to make the read and make the handoff, kind of put our guys in a little bit of a bind and had them backing up a little bit. I think that first play really kind of hurt us. Lining up for the extra point is gonna be number one, Jamario Clegg out of the hold of his quarterback, Jake Travis. Good snap, good hold. They rush, and it is going to be wide left, landing just in front of the scoreboard. So very quickly, Winterboro on top, six, six to nothing over the Bobcats. You're listening to Bobcats Football from High School Sports. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop as well as the apparel and one dollar section young's drug and general store 24460 highway 48 woodland Benefield Funeral Home is proud to be family-owned and operated with a long-standing tradition of providing caring and compassionate services. Here when you need us since 1972, 49 years of service in your time of need, providing pre-arrangement or at-need funeral services to family satisfaction, handling all types of cemetery work from headstones to coping walls. Benefield Funeral Home serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Our family serving yours during your time of need. This is where... This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. So very quickly, the Winterboro Bulldogs are looking to make a statement, but the Bobcats will look to respond as with only a minute and 10 seconds into this first quarter, Winterboro is on top 6-0 over Woodland. Lined up to kick this one away for the Bulldogs is Jamario Clegg back to return, Parker Woodham, number 5 Tate Bradford, and number 11 Levi Pearman. Clegg gets the whistle. And he will boot this one away. 
high kick but does not go far. It's going to bounce right behind Guy McManus and into the hands of Tate Bradford. Bradford going to go right side. He's finally brought down around the 30-yard line. So the Bobcats will start their first possession at the 30-yard line, 10.43 to go in the opening quarter. They trail Winterboro 6-0. We need one of our good, slow, methodical drives right here. Let's just go down and stick one in and uh, take a lead. Yeah, the Bobcat offense has been known to drag drives out, uh, getting uh, drives of 10-plus plays. Don't have the exact number of what that is, but they've done it a handful of times. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think back to that Wadley game is one of the first ones I think of of how many times that they had uh, drives last longer than 10 plays. But they've got to find a way to get into the end zone, unlike the Wadley game. Yes, yes. We moved the ball well then, but like you said, we've got to put it in here. Shotgun set for Lover, and it will be a fake handoff to Bradford on the sweep, but it will be Parker Woodham. He'll carry the ball down to the 35-yard line. That'll bring up second down and about six to go, about a four-yard carry for Parker. Give him a little eye candy with Tate uh, crossing the quarterback's face right there and then coming back with Parker right up under the – Pretty good crowd on both sides tonight. Almost a sellout on the far side of the field. Almost a sellout where we're at tonight. About an hour and 15-minute drive is about how long it took us. A good pregame meal at Jefferson's and Oxford's for Brett and I. So we are feeling pretty good. It'll be a pitch left side. Parker Woodham, he's got space. He wins the 35-40. Shakes the guy to the ground. Midfield, he's finally brought down at the 43-yard line. That is a home star mortgage first down for Parker Woodham and the Bobcats as they knock into Winterboro territory. Great run right there, outside run, uh, a pitch from Jackson. It really looks almost like an option pitch, but it's really what we would call an old quick pitch play. Uh, and Parker was able to uh, get the edge and turn it up and make a great run. They'll be right in front of us at the 39-yard line. A great, uh, great blocking scheme there by the Bobcats, more so on the uh, left tackle. Uh, that's going to be Justice Herring and also uh, Chandler Mitchell, who was over on the left side as well, creating space for Parker to make that happen. Shotgun set again for Lovern and the Bobcats. It will be a handoff up the middle to Parker. He's not going to get as lucky that time as he falls back to the 37-yard line. Parker is saying he didn't go down. The officials, as soon as he got up and took off running, said that he did. And even if that was true that he was down, the officials waiting a long time to make that call. So it will end up being a loss of two on the play down to the 37. Yeah, it's kind of tough, tough sledding right there. We made a bad – I feel like the referees made a little bad call right there. And the thing is, there is a lot of people here, but it's awfully quiet so far. I can hear the play calls on the other side of the field from Winterboro. It's going to be a pitch to the right side this time. Parker Woodham, he's got to get north-south. He will not. He's back behind the line of scrimmage down to the 46. Not able to create a crease right there for Parker to run through like they were on that left side. It just took a little bit more time to develop, and they had guys uh, kind of charging upfield on us, and we couldn't get block all of them. One of the big impact spots that I wanted to highlight there, I didn't highlight this young man's name, Braden Waits. I don't know if there's any relation to you, uh, but Braden Waits, a tall kid out there for uh, the Bulldogs' defense on that defensive line, uh, part of that big rush they have, uh, was responsible there for knocking Parker behind the line of scrimmage. No, no, no relation. Third down, about 15 to go. Shotgun set. Parker will be in motion from right to left. Jackson looking to pass. He's got Bradford wide open. If he can get the space, he throws it. Oh, but it's going to be way out of bounds. 
and it will be incomplete. That was the only bad thing right there is Tate Bradford. If he could just kind of find him, he would catch him and stride around the 20. Tate would have probably been going to the end zone, but Jackson just did not see him wide open, and uh, he had to run for his life in the backfield. That's going to bring up fourth down at about 16. Yeah, he felt the pressure there a little bit, which, you know, I don't blame him. He he had He's had to feel it a lot, so. So it will be a punting situation for Tate Bradford and the Bobcats. Bradford standing with his heels at the 40-yard line, back to return. I believe his number 11, Troy McKinney. High snap, but he will boot this one away. It will be a high kick. Calling for everyone to get away is Troy McKinney, and it will bounce at the 20-yard line. That's where the Burrow Bulldogs will take over their next possession with 8-11 to go in the opening quarter. They lead 6-0. So we saw some promise there, but we got to try to find ways to consistently gain yardage. Even if it takes us 20 plays to get down the yeah. field and score, as long as we can chip away, that's something that we're definitely going to have to do against this defense because they're not going to give us any freebies. For sure, they're not. They're not, and we're going to have to hold our own. You know, we're going to have to get our defense to, to make some big stops right here. So it will be another out of the Wildcat formation for Jahaslin James. James will take the direct snap. We'll go right side. And he's still going. Oh, my goodness, he's got space. He's at the 40, 45, no one around him for miles. 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Jahaslin James. A play that I thought was sniffed out. And actually, hold on, there is a flag being thrown around the 27-yard line. And if that's on Winterboro, then, man, what a pierce to the heart that would be for them. A play that I thought was sniffed out from the very beginning. He had 10 of 11 uh, Bobcat defenders on him, somehow broke away from it, got open space, and went for the touchdown. But I believe that flag will be on the Bulldogs. Is No, maybe not. So they, they threw the flag, still waiting to see exactly what the call was. The Woodland coaches on the sideline are wanting to know what's going on. Yeah, uh, the flag was still out there. Uh, I, I don't know if they just – I don't. I never saw them wave it off. Yeah, I never saw them wave it off either. Didn't see exactly what it was, but it will be a long touchdown run for Jahaslin James, 7.54 to go in the opening quarter. Looks like they're going to chase points right here after missing that first extra point. Tried to do a two-point conversion. The official still talking it over before they let Winterboro go for two. You don't have to give us a long explanation, but just tell us what happened. That's <laughs> yes. all we want to know. Would be nice. And the good thing about officials is they have hand signals that they can tell everybody in the stadium, hey, here's what's <laughs> happening. And everyone, for the most part, knows what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so – and Maybe we'll get something. I don't know. The white hat is going towards the press box as to make the call. And he's having a discussion with the coaching staff of Winterboro right now. Wait a minute. I think we've seen these guys before. This can't be the Wadley crew. This could be the no. crew from Wadley, could it? Hopefully not. So now the White Hat, who spent five minutes talking with his crew about what happened, went over to Coach Mansfield at Winterboro, told him what's going to go, is now going to jog all the way to the other side of the field to have a talk with Coach Jason Armstrong to let him know what's going on. Taylor, jog was a liberal term there. Yes, that's uh, he, he jogs about as fast as I sprint. <laughs> so, yeah, not, to, not a very long one. 
Salter. But again, we, Salter. But again, we have no idea. It's almost one of those times I know. Wait, now Winterboro's oh. coming back. Now Winterboro's coming oh. back. It's on Winterboro. I don't know why it took him 10 minutes to figure that out, but it is on Winterboro. But we don't know what the call is. He just pointed. They say a sideline warning? Yeah. yeah. All of that for a sideline warning? Are you kidding me? That's not even a real penalty. On the extra. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're not even halfway through this quarter yet. Do we not have the option to take it on the kickoff? I didn't even know a sideline warning was an actual penalty. Well, they usually get a couple of them before it becomes a penalty. I don't even know. All right. And if it was something that egregious, then to do it on the first one, then it probably should have affected the play. Well, the horse is dead, so they're going to make him kick an extra point from 35 yards away. And the kick will be blocked. It will be blocked. It will be picked up by Guy McManus. They cannot forward it. So, again, for the second uh, – after the second touchdown, uh, Winterboro – uh, will not get their extra points. A 12 nothing Bulldogs with 7.54 to go in the opening quarter. You're listening to Bobcats Football from iSchool Sports. Cracked windshields, deer damage, dents, paint jobs, and restorations. There's no job too small or too large for the guys at Randy's Paint and Body Shop on County Road 87. Randy Jennings has served Woodland and the Randolph County area for 35 years and is ready to make your vehicle look brand new, no matter the condition. Visit Randy's Paint and Body Shop on Facebook to see their latest projects. Randy's Paint and Body Shop, 16711 County Road 87 in the Gray Hill community. Call Randy today at 256-449-6282. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans, longer terms, no minimum loan amount. All types of loans you need serviced from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank, branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us at First Bank. Member FDIC. The home of the Woodland Bobcats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Clegg has this one teed up. It will kick over to the right side, and while the ball was in the air, a flag was thrown. Do you possibly see an offside, or what did you see there? Yeah, that's uh, the only thing. But usually they'll even let it roll some. But Yeah, it looks like that's what he's pointing at. It's an offside. So very quickly they will make that call offsides on Winterboro as they lead 12 nothing, 7.54 to go in the opening quarter. A seven-yard rush by Deontay Smoot and a long run by Jahaslin James. Very quickly as the Bulldogs have punched the Bobcats in the mouth to start off this final region game of the year. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to describe it. Uh, you know, sometimes in boxing matches you have that. You get punched in the mouth a couple of times and then – you gotta got to wake yourself up, and I hope that's what we do right here. You still have a chance to respond, but you've got to do it quickly. is not giving you the choice. The play will try it again from the 35-yard line. Low line drive kick, but my goodness of the distance he got. It's going to take a woodland bounce all the way to the 
15-yard line. Parker's going to pick it up. He's going to go right side. He's got to win the edge. Will he do it? He's still on his feet. He's finally pushed out of bounds. And that will bring up first down and 10 from uh, possibly we'll, we'll see where the spot is in just a second. Um, but it will be first down and 10 Bobcats with 7.43 to go in the opening quarter as they lead 12-0. About the 29. About the 29-yard line. Good call there. Unless it's right in front of us, we can't exactly see what uh, yard yeah. line is on. So, you know, we don't want to – I would rather not make an assumption than to make a terribly wrong assumption, yeah. if that yeah. makes sense. So, ball at the 29-yard line for the Bobcats. Oh. They had some promise there in that last drive, but were forced to punt. It will be a handoff to Parker Woodham. He shakes one, shakes two as he crosses the 35 down to the 36-yard line. Going to be a pretty solid carry there for Parker, about seven yards. Looked like we had an offside that did not get called there. They jumped. So second down with the clock running, 7.22 to go in the opening quarter. Winterboro on top, 12-0 over Woodland. Nothing to be afraid of right now. It's just Winterboro is giving us our <laughs> their best shot right now, and we just got to find a way to respond. Changing our offense up a little bit right here. Got some guys split wide. Shotgun set two wide to the near side, but it will be a handoff to Parker again as he gets to the 40-yard line. About uh, about a five-yard gain on the play, and that will bring up, we hope, a first down. I'm judging by the down marker. I believe he will have it. Yeah, it looks like it. And it will be a Bobcat first down. First down tonight brought to you by Lori Brown and Homestar Mortgage. Homestar Mortgages from the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage, USDA and VA loans with no down payment, as well as an FHA loan with a very low down payment. Find the easiest way home with Homestar Mortgage and the Lori Brown team. Call them today at 334-863-4052. Ball will be spotted at the 39-yard line, first down and 10 for the Bobcats. They are moving from right to left as you listen. They are moving from the scoreboard to the field house. If you're familiar with Bulldog Stadium here in Alpine, I know it's been a while since we've been here, but maybe you'll remember. And it will be another uh, offsides call on Winterboro. They didn't miss that one. Yeah, got to give uh, props to Braden Waits. We gave him a lot of uh, props in that last drive for coming in and just absolutely lighting up the Bobcat uh, backfield. But this time a little too eager, and he gets ahead, and that will move uh, Woodland up five yards to the 44. 6.23 to go, 12-0 Winterboro. Woodland with the football here in the first quarter. Shotgun set with two to the near side. Again, it'll be a handoff Parker. Parker will cross the 45 down to the 46. So, again, not a bad carry for Parker. About two, maybe a short three on the play. This is kind of a drive that we need. You know, this is something we just keep making first downs, keep chipping away, keep taking time off the clock. The less time that Jahaslin James has with a ball in his hand, the better off we'll be because he's proven already he doesn't need a lot of time to make some things happen. Well, you know, it kind of brings up the old adage that, uh, you know, the best offense is a good offense. Yeah, that's right. Two wide receivers to the near side. That's Guy McManus and Tate Bradford in the backfield. Sidecar right is Parker Woodham. It will be a handoff Parker Woodham. They sniff it out. They'll push him back behind the line of scrimmage down to about the 43. That'll bring up a third down on the three-yard loss by Parker. Looked like we was a little slow on the read right there. Looked like we were trying to 
read what was going to happen right there. Maybe Jackson wanted to pull it. 5-12 to go, clock running. 12-0 Winterboro on top of Woodland here in the first quarter. I, I figured out why we are having trouble spotting the ball. They don't really have hash marks here or what appears to be a fresh coat of paint on the field, Taylor. <laughs> so now they're going to move those receivers to the right side this time. It's still McManus and Bradford flag on the play before the ball even snaps. I believe it will be a timeout taken by Coach Schuyler Mansfield, and it will be Winterboro with their first timeout of the game. 4.51 to go in the opening quarter. When you come back, third down and four with 4.51 to go in the opening quarter. Woodland down to Winterboro, 12-0. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers, Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. Farm Boys, now open at their new location in the old Happy Trails Restaurant, 32498 Highway 431. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and that delicious seafood buffet. The breakfast buffet is served Saturday and Sunday until 11 a.m. Seafood buffet Saturdays from 4 p.m. until closed. Farm Boys, serving breakfast, smoked meats, barbecue, steak, and seafood. Now at our new location in the old Happy Trails Restaurant in Welch. I'm Dr. Don, and I approve this restaurant. We've got you covered. High School Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. Following the Bulldog timeout, third down and about five to go, 4.51 to go in the opening quarter. It will be a handoff, Parker Woodham. He's got space up the middle. Keep carrying him, Parker, as he gets down to the 49-yard line, and that should be good enough for a Bobcat first down. Had a lot of space in the middle of the field to work with, and I think trying to uh, put Guy and Tate over on the near side really opened up that space in the middle. Yeah, it looks like that's what they're trying to do, trying to get some guys out of the box right there to make them actually have to go out there and, and defend them and give Parker a little room to run. And it will be close as the officials will come out and measure uh, will measure the down distance. And something that I've already noticed right now, which I feel is refreshing, you've actually got official referees – that are running the uh, chain gang tonight. Yeah, yeah. That's something you don't see very often, but it's something I do appreciate. I do, I do. They will get it by the nose of the football. It is another Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. 4.31 to go in the opening quarter. They trail 12-0. But, again, Winterboro, they've proven they can score very fast. They can score very quick. They can do it at a very physical level. So, anything that we can do to just keep chipping away. If this drive takes – 30 plays. Yeah. Do whatever you can as long as you get into the end zone. That's what we what need right we here. Need. Fresh shot of downs for the Bobcats. Two wide receivers near side. Bradford will be in motion from left to right. He will get the handoff on a fake, but it will be Parker Woodham. He's got room. He carries down to the 45-yard line, down to the 41. Inside Bulldog territory. Again, going to be awfully close to that first down. If he gets it, it's going to be by the nose of the football. Yeah, it's real close. Good play call. Tate Bradford on the, the fake, kind of using that eye candy again, get those guys thinking and on their heels and, and just feed Parker. 
taking a look at that Winterboro defensive line tonight. A handful of guys to watch out for. And it will be another timeout for measurement. We're right on the football. I don't think we can be any further to the right or any further to the left from this football. Yeah. It's going to be awfully close. It it's going to be a lot closer than it was the first time that he got the first down. It might be a link short. And they are going to uh, make sure the ball is – uh, on the on the right link before they move it up to the uh, to the near side hash, but again, look at that defensive line tonight. Troy McKinney, even though they classify him as a cornerback, he does play safety. He can play cornerback. He can also be that rush in or kind of like a rover, as uh, Logan Barrett plays. Yeah, plays all over the field. He's incredible. Another guy that I feel like hasn't been talked about enough is big uh, number fifteen Dawson Mosley. Dawson Mosley, about six foot four. And uh, he's made a big impact at both the fullback position and at the uh, defensive line position. Going to be short this time. They've got the ball second down from the 41. They need the 40. And it will be a handoff. Parker, he's got the 40 down to the 38-yard line. Great carry, Parker. Great job by the offensive line to create that hole up the middle. That's another home star mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Yeah, definitely Winterboro has some meat up front. They got some big guys kind of all over the field. And, you know, something, their jerseys, this this all gray sort of Washington State uh, kind of look of their jerseys, it kind of almost makes them look like they got 12 or 13 players on the field all the time. <laughs> they've uh, they've got some uh, beautiful jerseys, that's for sure. Burrow yeah. written across the chest, a great identity to have here in Talladega County. Shotgun set for Jackson Lovren here on first down. Bradford will be in motion from right to left. He will get it on a sweep. He's got room 35. Can't quite win the edge, though. He carries it down to the 33-yard line. He carried number eight, Chance Dandridge, with him. He kind of caught him at the hip and rode him down uh, as he hit the turf. But, again, a lot of open space there on that left side. Justice Herring, Chandler Mitchell doing a good job creating space on the left side. It is It is really good. It's kind of that first big run by Parker he had. It's sort of a same blocking assignment. Parker got out here and blocked some on it. You really kind of – sealing the guy to the outside, either that corner or that defensive end over there on that side. You're pushing him outside and running under him. 2.55 to go opening quarter. Winterboro on top, 12 nothing. but Woodland putting together a long, chipping, methodical drive. Handoff Parker mm. Woodham. Oh, my goodness, he's popped in the backfield. Again, that's number 22, Braden Waits, smacking him in the backfield. And that's going to be a tough loss and a wake-up call there for Parker as they finally sniffed out the middle of the field where Woodland's had success in the last couple of plays. He was in the backfield uh, on the snap. Uh, I don't know what he was timing or if he was just watching something. He Somebody might be bird-dogging on our, our line a little bit to get tip him off, but he was back there before uh, Jackson got the ball. And I don't have Braden Waits' measurements right now. He looks like he's about maybe 5'9", 5'10". Very stocky guy, got the old school neck pad going on. So, of course, anytime you see that, it's uh, very intimidating. Yeah. Shotgun set on third down and seven. Jackson looking to pass. He's going to roll right side. Has a guy caught pass by Bradford. Bradford. He's in the 25. Go He's eight. got Tate Bradford. 10, 5. Show him the tail lights, Tate Bradford. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. 33-yard touchdown pass from Jackson Lovern to Tate Bradford. Jackson rolling right. He caught Tate tra uh, dragging across the middle. Uh, kind of one of those old things you don't do. You don't roll right uh, and throw left over the middle, but uh, Jackson was able to make it happen right there. Tate wide open. What a great play. Good job. Good job by the uh, Cats to come back here and score and, and get us back in this thing. 
Second time in as many weeks as that combination is hooked up for a touchdown pass. Lining up for the 56 vintage market extra point attempt is Parker Woodham. Out of the hold of Jackson Lovern. Good snap, good hold. The kick will sail into the Alpine night. It is good. 151 to go in the opening quarter. Your score, Winterboro 12, Woodland 7. Vintage and antique furniture, home furnishings, new home decor, and much more. Stop by 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56 inside the old New Hope School Building to find that perfect piece for your home. 12-7 in favor of Winterboro here on iSchool Sports Network. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. For a look at the Reliance Realty scoring recap presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty, here's Brett Waits. An 11-play drive there, Taylor, uh, with seven, about seven minutes almost off the clock, uh, and have a 35-yard Tate Bradford touchdown from Jackson Lovern. It was beautiful. It was great. I loved it. Parker Woodham will kick this one away. A low kick that will be taken inside the 35-yard line by Winterboro. He tries to bring it to the middle of the field. He's got space, though, as he crosses midfield. Down to around the 47-yard line. That's where the Bulldogs will start their next drive with 1.42 to go in the opening quarter. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit Reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. And, hey, that's what we need to keep doing. We need yeah. to keep doing stuff like that. Find a way to stop Winterboro's offense first. There's got to be yeah. a way to do it. We know that there is. We just got to find it, and then we just have to keep chipping away. That's what we're going to have to do to stay in this ball game. Yeah, we've had a couple of spots that we're, we haven't been in a bad spot. He's just been able to break a tackle on us. And there will be a flag called as Parker Woodham over here on the near side. A little trigger happy there. He jumps off sides, and that will move Winterboro up five. Jake Travis, quarterback for the Winterboro Bulldogs, a kid that he can throw a bomb, he can run a – I don't know what his 40 time is, but if somebody told me it was under four, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't hesitate to believe him. He's fast. Yeah, he's, he's got a good arm. off in the shotgun and then go under center. It will be a handoff to the fullback as he crosses the 40 down to the 38-yard line. Looking to see who that was. It wasn't Jahaslin James. Uh, who got that carry. Uh, didn't quite see who that was. He was kind of hidden. Uh, yeah. Looks like it's number seven, Calvon Thomas, the PA announcer tells us. Calvon Thomas getting a carry for the Winterboro Bulldogs. They'll bring up second down and about two to go. If you're familiar with Auburn football, it was almost like that old play that Gus Malzahn used to throw with the guy was right up under the line. Nobody in the backfield, but it will be a sweep, and he will be hit behind the line of scrimmage down to the 40-yard line. It was a sweep play to Troy McKinney. Nick Bailey was on his tail the entire time. He slowed McKinney down, and that allowed the Bobcat defense to infiltrate. Yeah, they had Nick Bailey, Austin Champion. They was all right there. And there is an injured Bulldog on the field. Looks like it is number 11, Troy McKinney. We're going to take a timeout as he's being attended to. 54 seconds to go in the opening quarter. 12-7 in favor of Winterboro here on iSchool Sports Network. 
Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can be intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help you get in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set up an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. They're located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540 in Birmingham, 35243. Securities offered through Stage 20 Financial Incorporated. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. Husqvarna has always been the know for industry-leading quality. Whether it's a chainsaw, weed eater, blower, or any other power tool, come by Meadows Farm Equipment with Dowie, Alabama, and check out our big selection. We also have Rhino and Dirt Dog Farm implements for those big jobs. Commercial and residential mowers featuring Husqvarna and Spartan for 42-inch to 72-inch cuts. Around the house or the farm, don't look any further than Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road, 811 in Widawi, or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. Following the injury timeout, it was number 11, Troy McKinney. He's up on his own power now, so uh, very thankful that he is okay. And that is going to bring up a third, third down. Short. Yeah, they are going to say third down and short. He lost a handful more yards on that, but they gave him forward progress with about two yards to go until the first down. Shotgun set for Travis. He's looking to pass. He's going to go left side, and it is it. incomplete. Great coverage by Tate Bradford, and that will bring up fourth down and short for the Bulldogs. Tate did a good job right there. He, he faced up with his man. Uh, the ball was coming right to him. It was a good throw. Uh, Tate just stayed with his guy. He didn't pass interfere, and he jumped up at the same time as his uh, as his man and, and, and broke up the pass. Chance Dandridge, the intended receiver on the play, and we talked about Jake Travis right before we went to break about how he can throw dime pieces. He knew exactly where Chance Dandridge was going to be in the end zone and almost floated it to him directly where he was going to be. Good job for Tate Bradford. One, turning around at the right time, and two, yeah. breaking up the pass. Tate did a great job there. Fourth down and one to go. They are going to go fourth. They're going to try the quarterback sneak. Jake Travis, no, it's going to be another handoff uh, to, I believe, Calvon Thomas. Officials, I believe, are going to say he's short. I believe they're going to say he's short. He needed the 45. Officials are saying around the 46-yard line. Yeah, he he did. It doesn't look like he, from the spot there, it doesn't look like he made it. And any, any day now, guys, make the call. Yeah. Woodland fans are antsy. Winterboro fans are antsy. White Hat isn't going to tell us anything. Timeout for measurement. Okay, at least that's something. Yeah, at least the. At least that's something. You know, I, I know the average, you know, listener is probably thinking, "Gosh, they're hounding these officials tonight." We're not questioning the calls they're making. We're no, questioning no. the length of how long it takes to make the call. Which is kind of like what we were doing against with, yeah, with Wadley. Yeah, well, it was. You have officials that they know exactly what they call. They throw the flag. They make the call. We're good to go. But we just want something. And the measurement, he did not get he it. He did not short. get it. He's short by about two lengths. What a stop by that Bobcat defense. I'm telling you, that was great play by that defensive line. Um, you know, they were in a weird offensive formation right there. It's almost like a victory formation with the quarterback in a shotgun, and then he runs up under center and hands up to one of those up backs. 
Uh, like I said, it's kind of, if you're familiar with Auburn football, it's kind of like that old Statue of Liberty kind of play that they used to run. Uh, which even which even go going even further back than that, it's, it's the same guy. That's why I bring it up. Uh, I remember 2006 Arkansas when they played Arkansas, the Reggie Fish play. Yeah. Where Reggie Fish, probably about four foot eleven, if that, crouched behind the guard. Yep. Quarterback Mitch Mustaine hands it off to him. Nobody knows where the ball goes. Reggie Fish is in the end zone, sixty yards. Yep. It's, that, that's that's that. a great great analogy. Gus Malzahn, the mastermind behind that call as well. Flag on the play is. That we have some movement, or no timeout was being taken, I believe. It will be a timeout taken by Winterboro. That will be their second of the half. 32 seconds to go in the opening quarter. 12-7, Woodland trailing Winterboro here on iSchool Sports Network. At ML Aubrey and Roanoke, we have been in business in the same location since 1909 when my great-granddaddy first opened. Shopping locally is nothing new to us. At ML Aubrey, we are having our Christmas open house on November 6th from 8 until 5. All Christmas decor, remaining fall merchandise, and everything in the Santa shop will be discounted. And we'll have lots of refreshments and samples of our Amish jams and jellies, our new Alabama peanuts, Alabama sunshine, and Captain Rodney's. Make your plans for November 6th. Open house at ML Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Roanoke. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Following the Winterboro timeout, 32 seconds to go in the opening quarter. Woodland trailing Winterboro 12-7 with a huge defensive stop by the Bobcat defense. Sets Woodland up with first down at the 36. Bradford will be in motion from right to left, but it will be a pitch to Parker Woodham, and that play did not go as they planned as he gets up to the 35-yard line. I believe he lost a couple of yards on the play, second down and 12. Yeah, Winterboro has went to a, a six-man front, almost a, a seven-man front, kind of like a seven-diamond, an old formation of football. Um, you know, they're trying to stop our running game. And that will be the final play of the opening quarter with Woodland trailing Winterboro by a score of 12-7. to seven. But, hey, We've seen a lot of upside here in these cats, and they've got three more quarters to play, and by goodness, they're going to intend to use them. Your score at the end of the first quarter, 12-7 to in favor of the Winterboro Bulldogs. That first quarter brought to you by Gene Crouch at Keller Williams Realty. Gene Crouch and the Keller Williams team are your number one source for real estate information on Lake Widowie. Second quarter action coming up in a few moments here on iSchool Sports Network, 12-7 Winterboro. At Roanoke Ace Home Center, they love helping you with your projects. They're a full-line, full-service home center, and they hate to say no. Paint, tools, electrical, plumbing, hardware, lawn and garden, power equipment, lumber, roofing, siding, doors, windows, drywall, insulation, they have it all, and much, much more. If they don't have it on the floor, they'll get it for you promptly. When you want a different level of service, Ace is the place. And remember their low-price guarantee. That's Roanoke Ace Home Center, Highway 431 Bypass South. Cheerleaders, and you're listening to Bobcat Football on High School Sports. Woo! 
Your score as we head to the second quarter, 12 to 7 in favor of Winterboro. This second quarter is brought to you by Wellborn Cabinets. Wellborn Cabinets is family owned and operated, and they're proud to manufacture cabinets locally in Ashland, Alabama. For a quick look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's Brett Waits. Well, a couple of quick ones. We got uh, Ramburn 23 to nothing over Fetville at the end of the first quarter, and we have Comer leading Randolph County 27 to nothing. Wadley, of course, having the night off. Hanley taking on White Plains. We'll give you that score a little later as well. But right here in Winterboro as we start the second quarter, 12-7. Shotgun set for Jackson Lover, and he's got to get rid of it. He's being pushed. He throws, and good job there to just get rid of the football as he was being rushed heavily by, uh, I believe that was number 15, Dawson Mosley, and number 20, Deontay Smoot. Uh, two of the key rushers there for uh, the Winterboro defense, second down. Yeah, we're going to have to, down, rather. you know, that good pass to Tate uh, kind of can open them up some. We may need to hit one or two more of those to kind of get that, that six-man front backed off, get some guys out of the box and open up some running lanes. Third down and about two to go. Ball at the 35-yard line. Needed to get just over the 37 to make it happen. 11.52 to go until halftime, 12-7 Winterboro on top. Shotgun set for Jackson Lover inside car left as Parker Woodham too wide to the near side. Jackson rolling out right side. He's got wide He's open got base. Bailey. It is Tate. Oh. oh, my goodness. Tate Bradford had it. Bumped into a couple of Winterboro defenders as he came down with it. Couldn't keep uh, control of the football. That's going to bring up fourth down. Not a bad play call there. Uh, Tate Bradford had a chance to catch it, but uh, it probably even a better chance to catch it was Mick Bailey. Yeah, I, I swear I thought it was going to begin with, and uh, just a little more air, and Mick, Mick takes that thing to the end zone. So it will be a punting situation for the Bobcats. Tate Bradford back to punt. Number 11, Troy McKinney, thankful that he's back out there. One of their key players is back to return. He's inside the 35. Low snap. He has to play it off the turf, but he's going to make this punt count. It's going to bounce at the 40 before going out of bounds around the 38-yard line. First down and 10 Bulldogs, 11.43 to go in the opening quarter. Winterboro on top, 12-7. You know, I think those kicks are kind of by design right there. Again, we don't want to give up a big return. Let's uh, limit what they can do, and then let's make them drive for it. Uh. A chilly night here in Alpine, Alabama. It is. It turned off real cool. I, I think we talked about kind of the quietness of the crowds. I think that plays a factor into it. Nobody knows what to think right now. <laughs> Shotgun set for Jake Travis. It'll be a handoff to Haslin James. Gets to the line of scrimmage, and he's pushed back behind the 30. They're going to give him forward progress at the 34-yard line, though, which is only going to be a loss of one. But Kalen Houston and Guy McMahon is doing a great job of sniffing him out and pushing him behind the line of scrimmage. Second down, Winterboro. That's what we got to do. We got to wrap him up, and we got to keep making those tackles. Uh, you know, the couple of times he's busted it, they broke the tackle on us. But he's, we did good job right there. And something we're very thankful for tonight, uh, we're right next to the Woodland Bobcat Band. I've told you before the broadcast, I felt bad because wherever we set up is usually on the other side of the stands from where the band is. So we're thankful that we can bring you the tunes of the marching band tonight as well. Nothing says high school football like that marching band. Wildcat set for Jahaslin James. He goes right side. He's struggling to find room up the middle. So he'll bounce out to the right side, gets back to the 38-yard line. All in all, a gain of about four. That'll bring up third down. 
Good run fits by our defense right there. They were trying to get outside on us. We just kept dragging it along. Uh, you got uh, Justice Herring over there and uh, Parker Woodham and those guys, they were moving them. And it was a penalty on Woodland. I didn't see I didn't see a flag I didn't thrown. Either. Oh, it was a face mask. Okay, uh, it's all a face mask. So I'll move them up even more. It had to happen right at the end. That'll put a little bit of life into this Winterboro crowd. So they'll now be inside Woodland territory at the 47. Again, Wildcat for Jahaslin James. James is going to go left side. He's in trouble. He's losing him. yards. They've got to stay with him. They've got to stay with him. Justice Herring is going to help. No, he's still on his foot. Oh, my gosh. He got out of another tackle. He's brought down way behind the line of scrimmage, but the amount of tackles he had to break through in order to finally go down is astonishing. Jahaslin James, a mountain of a man. He's not going to go down easily. Wow, that is a loss. Uh, That's back to original line of scrimmage from the last play. We're second down and halfway to Sylacauga. And he's probably not going to get credited with the official tackle, Justice Herring is, but my goodness, he stayed on his tail the whole time. He got that tackle started, allowed everybody else to come in, which wasn't very, which wasn't very easy to do because he was running to the left side, had to run all the way back to the right side where there was nobody around, but Justice still did a good job of slowing it down. Shotgun set, Jake Travis, he throws in the flat. Double pass They're going to do a double pass. No, he can't find anybody open. Tate Bradford going to push him out of bounds. And oh. uh, Guy McManus is going to get him as well, and that's probably going to be a late hit call on Guy. And that's going to give him all that back for a first down. And it's, again, another one of those unfortunate things because, it, like we see at so many stadiums here in Class 1A, there's not a lot of room between the sideline and the fence. So you only got about maybe, I don't know, 12 feet to work with, if even that. I think I'm being generous here at Winterboro. So when you get that close to the sideline, you've got to think of player safety. So those calls are going to be made more in this situation like a stadium like this, a stadium like Wadley. We've even seen even situations like that at our stadium yeah. where late hits are going to have to be called early to prevent uh, injuries to happen. I'm sorry, that won't give them a, third, uh, a first down. So it'll be second down at the original line of scrimmage at the 44-yard line. So we'll try second down again for the third time. And there'll be another Wildcat formation, but it won't be Jahaslin James. He gets to the 45 before being brought down. Chandler Mitchell, uh, Logan, Logan Barrett, Kalen Houston in on the stop as well. That Wildcat quarterback was number 20, Deontay Smoot. Another one of those dangerous players that Winterboro has. He's going to get down to the 40-yard line, 9-12 to go in the first half, 12-7 Winterboro on top. Front nose of the football at the 40-yard line with third down and about four to go. Jake Travis back in the game at quarterback. It's going to be a sweep to McKinney. McKinney bounces out right side. He's still being chased. Logan Barrett's going to throw him behind the line of scrimmage. And the late flag comes in. What could it be on now? I'm not sure what it's going to be there. What could it be on there? Logan Barrett hit him behind the line of scrimmage down to the 38-yard line after the play was over. A flag came in. Who could it be on? What could it be on? I hope it's not going to be horse collar. Still wait on the officials to make the call. It's going to be on Woodland, whatever it is. That's it. 
Horse collar call on the Woodland defense. Oh, I my can't believe God. that. That was a great play by Logan. We've got to find just one thing to go our way without having something else happen. I mean, that's that's two big penalties that gave them life on that that we should have had them back. We should have had the ball back and, and, and traveling right now. So after that, first down from the 27-yard line, James out of the Wildcats. He's got room up the middle of the field, another late flag as he is brought down by Tate Bradford at the 21-yard line. About a gain of four, but we'll see what the flag is on. Flag was thrown while the play was going on. Good open field tackle by Tate Bradford on a on a uh, big big ball carrier right there. Three flags thrown on that play actually, so uh, keen eye by the officials. It will be on Winterboro. And again, from where we're at, we apologize for not being able to see what the call was. Looks like it will be a holding call on the Bulldogs. I'll move them back to the 34-yard line. Occasionally, the white hat, when he shows uh, shows the sign to the press box, will get into a nice crack to where we can kind of yeah. see what's going on. The first down and 20 now for the Bulldogs from the 34. Shotgun set for Jake Travis. Travis looking to throw. He's going to go middle of the field, and oh, my God, what a catch. 10-5 touchdown, Winterboro. He found Chance Dandridge in between Chandler Mitchell and Guy McManus. Not a thing they could do about it. They were covering him incredibly. But Jake Travis put the ball exactly where Chance, or excuse me, that's uh, McKinney uh, could have made the play. And that's going to bring another touchdown for the Bulldogs. Just an incredible uh, pass there by Jake Travis. It really was. We had good pressure, too. He took a shot on that, uh, on that last pass. But uh, it was a good pass, and it dropped right in the bucket to where he needed it to go. So Chance Dandridge puts his name on the list of scores now. You've got Deontay Smoot, uh, Jahaslin James, and now Jake Travis and Chance Dandridge. They are going to go for two. Shotgun set with one in the backfield. That's James. Travis going to try to throw this time. Barrett chasing after him. He's going to throw, and it is tipped okay. out of bounds. That two-point conversion play is no good. Bad news, Winterboro has uh, extended their lead to 18-7, but for the third straight time, they have not been able to convert their point after attempt or their two-point conversions. 8.09 to go in the second quarter, 18-7, Winterboro on top. You're listening to Bobcats Football from High School Sports. Hello, football fans. As you cheer on your favorite team this season, we're cheering on all our student athletes, staff, and teachers, both on and off the field, for keeping our community safe over the past year. At Southwire, we remain strong because of our team, the people behind the power. If you want to be a part of our winning team and build on our legacy of quality, service, and safety, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. A 34-yard pass from Jake Travis to Chance Dandridge. A two-point conversion play was failed, and Winterboro has extended their lead to 18-7 here in Alpine with 8.09 to go in the second quarter. Do you have any more scores for us, Brett? Oh, I got one big one right here, 6-6, uh, six six, Raglan and Victory Christian. That's a big implications for us. If we can squeak this one out here, you know that would be a way to get us into second place. Yeah, we're going to be huge Victory Christian Lion fans tonight as well because if we win tonight and Victory Christian beats Raglan, we're at home in two weeks. It's the two seed. I got Handley up 29-7 to seven also. 
It's going to be a low line drive kick by Winterboro that will sail out of bounds. So that will help us out a good bit as we have the chance to either make them re-kick or start at the 35, which I believe they're going to make them start at the 35. We can't, you know, we can't get discouraged here. We've got to keep just fighting. I mean, we're not, we're not that far out of this, and, and no. we can. No, no, you know, we got, we got chances right here. We've had chances all night. It's just a couple of things hadn't went our way, and if it starts going our way, we got a real good shot at coming away right here. We've proven that we can stop this offense. It's going to be a hard task to do, but we have proven that we can do it. We've proven that we can move the ball in this offense. We just have to do the same thing at the same time in order to help our cause and not shoot ourselves in the foot with, with penalty. Yeah, which we've had a couple of those tonight that have not helped us at all. Yeah, that last drive, I mean, we should have we should have had the ball back way before they threw that touchdown pass. So we will start at the 35-yard line, 8.09 to go in the second quarter. As we start the second quarter, Woodland will be moving from left to right as we view it. Handoff Parker Woodham, right side, gets back to the line of scrimmage, but that's about it. A big crash there, Dawson Mosley. In there on the stop, I believe that was uh, number five. Uh, no, excuse me, that's number two. Uh, Dequavius Truss, that they call uh, Stank. Stank Truss is his nickname. He made a big Stank. stop at the. So they're going to say the back nose of the football is the 35 yard line now. So about a game of about six or seven inches. I heard he fell in a garbage can one time, and that's how he got that <laughs> nickname. <laughs> Shotgun set for. Woodland. Parker Woodham in the backfield to the left. It's going to be a play-action pass. He's going to go right side. Tate Bradford. He catches it at the 45. Midfield. Pushed out of bounds at the 45-yard line. Huge first down. And that's going to bring up a Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats as he's thrown out of bounds at the 44-yard line. Woodland fans wanting a late hit call, the same late hit call that uh, Woodland was charged for on that last drive, but I don't think they're going to get it as they get down to the 45-yard line. First down and 10. First Great down. catch by Tate. First downs are brought to you by the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage, USDA and VA loans with no down payment as well as an FHA loan with a very low down payment. Find the easiest way home with Homestar Mortgage and the Lori Brown team. Call them today at 334-863-4052. Shotgun with Parker over to the right side. He will move in motion to the left. He's got room. Jackson Lovern will keep it as he crosses the 45. Not they're going to say that he's going to get to the 45, and that's it. Official taking one sidestep over to the 44, but he's going to be closer to the 45 than the 44, so that'll bring up second down and a long nine. Yeah, that uh, earlier that was a great catch by Tate Bradford. He just went and got it out of the air. Uh, it, was, it was really good. Um, can't say enough about it. I want to give a shout-out while we have a second to uh, Woodland Volleyball qualifying for the state tournament next week as the three seed have a – couple of those athletes with us here tonight making the way up from Montgomery. Abby Adamson, Macy Slick, Jaden Herring all uh, making some time for the football Bobcats tonight. So we want to say congratulations to them and all the uh, Woodland Bobcats. Handoff Parker Woodham to the 45 down to the 43. So about a two-yard gain for Parker as that brings up third down and about eight. Yeah, what a great group of girls. They went down there and played their hearts out uh, and love the fact that they get to go next week and play again. They, start, they play on Wednesday. Uh, you know, uh, I hope uh, everybody that can go goes and supports them. Uh, those girls play hard. I'm telling you what, they are competitors. And uh, even so much, they're going to show up here tonight and cheer our boys on. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I wasn't sure if uh, with the timing of everything if they were going to uh, – 
make the trip up to Winterboro, but some of them did, and we're thankful for that. Big student section yesterday at Crampton Bowl. Shotgun set again for the Bobcats, and they're going to fall back to the 47-yard line. Quick jump there. Quick jump there by the Wood, by the uh, Winterboro defensive line just easily penetrating in, and we'll just say they caught the offensive line off guard. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what we're going to say. Fourth down behind the 50-yard line down to the 47. They're big and they're fast. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, we're definitely doing something to give them a couple of shots to get in the backfield real fast at some point. That's our story, and we're sticking to it. Tate Bradford with a high punt. Eli Rollins will need to get out of the way of that one. They'll take a good woodland bounce inside the 25-yard line. We'll say at the 23, 4.50 to go in the second quarter, 18-7, Winterboro on top as they start their next drive. I want to give a shout-out to everybody listening to us tonight. Uh, we are on the road, so we don't have any uh, any video tonight. So we are uh, still giving you coverage uh, as we can, here, audio only. Next week we will have video as we will be home. And depending on what we do here tonight, uh, if we're on the road, of course, we'll be audio only from probably Cedar Bluff. But if we're at home, of course, we'll have live video coverage there too. Uh, Wildcat for Jahaslin James. He goes right side, cuts back up the middle, still trying to find some room. He bounces out, finally brought down by Kalen Houston at the 25-yard line, a gain of about two when it's all said and done. That'll bring up second down. Probably the only guy that I think that is comparable to the size of Jahaslin James. Jahaslin James doesn't have Kalen Houston's height, of course, but about the only person that can stay with him and keep him down has got to be yeah. Kalen Houston, so you've got to find a way to keep Kalen on him at all times. He's a big guy. He is. He's a big running back. Um, you know, you can definitely tell they want to use him. 4-14 and counting now. 18-7 Winterboro. They're on top. Shotgun for Travis. It will be a handoff right side to Jahaslin James. He'll cross the 25-yard line. Gets awfully close to the 30. They're going to say the 29. So about a six-yard gain there. He's got about, about three, maybe four yards to go until that. Magic first down, third down. I say he's got a little bit of a shiftiness for a big guy. He doesn't really, like you think of most big running backs, they want to go into contact. He doesn't really take you into contact. Seems like he kind of runs from contact a good bit, but he's so big that that runaway kind of breaks tackles for him. Absolutely. We've seen him plenty of times get into some trouble. He gets out of it. They're going to go with Deontay Smoot at running back now for Jake Travis. He will get the handoff right side. And he's brought down just shy of the 35-yard line. And that might be – yep, they are going to say it is a first down. I knew it was going to be awfully close yeah. uh, on the handoff. Yeah. And Winterboro wanting to quickly snap the ball, but – uh, Woodland will call a timeout before they do snap the ball. We'll take a timeout with them with 3.14 to go until halftime. 18-7, Winterboro on top of Woodland. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. 
The Rehab Center at Trailer utilizes a wonderful team of nurse practitioners, therapists, mental health nurses, social workers, and dietitians. A partner with Champion, the Rehab Center at Trailer provides the absolute best in physical, speech, and occupational therapy for our short-term rehab patients as well as our long-term care residents. Visit TrailerHealth.com for more information about the Rehab Center at Trailer. WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included and you can make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Following a Bobcat timeout, it will be first down and 10 for the Winterboro Bulldogs. Looks like they'll have it around the 33-yard line with 314 to go until halftime. 18-7, your score. Winterboro on top in the backfield all alone is Jake Travis. He's going to dance out to the right side before being pushed out of bounds. Looks like the one that started it was number 11, Levi Pearman, but cleaning it up behind him was Guy McManus and Chandler Mitchell, and that will bring up a second down and two to go after a solid eight-yard gain by Jake Travis. Yeah, you talked about his speed out from back there. He is pretty quick. Be another shotgun set in the backfield. Jake Travis will carry himself across the 40-yard line down to the 41. Going to be right back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a gain of one. Yep, we're going to move it just a tad closer to that first down marker. Third down and a long one. Wildcat for Jahaslin James. He's going to go right side. He's got first down yards and then some down to the 50-yard line. Or they're going to give him the 49, which is still a pretty solid carry there, about six yeah. for Jahaslin James. First down and 10, Winterboro with 2.41 to go until halftime. They are trying to go fast. I, I didn't think they could go as fast as not setting the chains up. And it will be James getting it again on a carry out of the Wildcat formation across midfield. Flag thrown uh, right before the end of the play. He crosses into Woodland territory down at the 49, about a gain of three. Will be a holding call on the Bulldogs. That will back them up about five yards. So erase all that effort there from Jahaslin James. Two thirty-four to go here at halftime. At halftime, we'll give you some scores from games around the area, some games from our region, some games from our county, some games of interest uh, involving playoff teams. They are going at breakneck speed right here. They are trying to run fast. So it will be Deontay Smoot out of the Wildcat this time. And he's eaten up in the backfield by Eli Rollins. Eli is going to push him back. At the but behind the 35-yard line, but there will be a flag thrown late. Usually that's in the area of holding, but we'll see. This is a good play by our defense there. Uh, David Knowles playing strong safety. And it will uh, be holding on the Bulldogs. He comes up and cuts off the outside. You got Eli and Blue and uh, your linebackers guiding them. They're, they're filling run fits on the inside right there, so he couldn't go outside. He has to turn it up and go in, and we got guys right there for him. 2.21 to go now. That's the second straight holding call by the Bulldogs. That'll back them up even further down to the 30-yard line. They've got to get to the 41-yard line on the other side of the 50. 
They're going to go four wide receivers, twins to either side. Jake looking to throw. Travis throws. We middle got of the field. It is. Oh, intercepted. Chandler Mitchell intercepted at the 45-yard line. I was hoping to goodness he was able to cradle that one before it hit the ground. He did with his back turned to us. Chandler Mitchell interception. Woodland will have the ball at the 45-yard line. What a play by Chandler. Great job by that senior player right there. What a great young man. Chandler Mitchell, a key interception. Let's turn that into some points. Let's get some momentum. Woodland will have the ball after we get back from halftime. 2.15 to go. They'll have it. Back nose of the football at the 45. 18-7 your score. Woodland looking to gain some momentum before half. They'll have two wide receivers lined up far side. Sidecar left is uh, Parker Woodham to Jackson Lovin. There is some movement on the line. Who jumped first? And, of course, Winterboro pointing. Woodland hoping to God it's not them. I don't see how it could be. But looks like he's making the movement for us. Oh, now he turned it around. Oh, it's going to be on Winterboro. Some movement on the defensive line for Winterboro. We knew they were sneaky fast. They were sneaky fast on that last drive. This time they were a little too quick. So we'll have it again first down and five with the back nose of the football on the 40-yard line. 2.14 to go here until halftime. Woodland looking to make some noise here. Not even halfway through the first quarter, we were down 12-0, but we've cut it to 18-7. Parker Woodham will carry a Bulldog across the 40-yard line down to the 37, so a gain of three for Parker. We're trying to get it set up. We're still in the huddle. We got two minutes. We're on their side of the field. You know, we're not a fast offense. We So now they'll move those receivers, Guy McManus and Tate Bradford, to the right side this time, and it'll still be Parker Woodham Good getting seal. a handoff. He'll get over to the 35-yard line. A solid carry there for the Woodland Bobcats over the the 34-yard line, about a yard or two away. Looks like first. Are they going to try to measure the ball again? They are going to measure the ball again. The, uh, the officials have been real key tonight on that, as I think we've seen more measurements tonight than any high school football game I've ever been to in my life. They want to make sure that they get it right. Mr. David Daniel telling them how many seconds we need back on the clock right there. And I totally agree with him. And they are putting the chains down. And it will be just short. Taylor, right here, you know, you, you got a you got a second and short. You're right here at the line. I know it's real tempting to kind of just go ahead and get the first down, but I kind of wouldn't mind splitting these guys out and running something deep and see if we can't get a quick score. Shotgun set, nobody wide, they're playing tight. 
Parker Woodham will be in the backfield sidecar left to Jackson Lover, and they'll have the ball second down and inches. It actually looks like the down marker is beyond the first it down does. marker. It's that close. It does. And, again, if we had hash marks, it would be nice. In motion from right to left will be Bradford, but it will be Woodham. Does he get it? Mm. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. I think We're he actually lost a yard or yep. two. Yep, third down and now about a long two mm. with 1.14 to take go. take the timeout. Yeah, you got to take a timeout here. One fourteen to go until halftime. 18-7, your score in favor of the Winterboro Bulldogs here on High School Sports Network. Ray Bucks Farm Supply, getting you ready for the fall. Three different kinds of plot mixes in stock. For you hunters, we have game and trail cameras. Also, buck muscle. Don't forget our farm-raised beef from our farm. Ray Bucks has commodity blend cattle feed. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for all of our specials. Look for our Ray Bucks sign on Highway 48 in Woodland. Let Ray Bucks Farm Supply get you ready for the fall. Ray Bucks Farm Supply in Woodland. We are the Woodland Varsity Cheerleaders, and you're listening to Bobcat Football on High School Sports. Woo! For a look at the High School Sports Network scoreboard, here's Brett Waits. So, uh, got a couple of updates. Vincent is up 15 uh, to 12 over Lafayette. Ramburn 30, Fettville 6. Uh, Aniston is 35, Cleburne County 13, and Comer up 33 to nothing on Randolph County at the half. And I had an update that uh, Raglan is up 12 to 6 on Victory Christian. Wow, that's a tight game between Raglan and Victory Christian, a game that we're concerned about, not so much Winterboro, but we're concerned about that. We get a win tonight. Victory Christian beats Raglan. We're at home round two or round one. Be a handoff. Parker Woodham on mm. third down. Does he get back to the line of scrimmage? I believe he's probably going to be short of the first down. I'm just hoping he gets to the yeah. line of scrimmage, which I don't think he did, fourth down. I don't look like they're moving much on the part over there. 50 seconds left. And so Woodland will call the timeout after they've made the decision that it's not going to be a uh, that's not going to be a first down. So they'll have the ball fourth down with about one to go. Uh, Woodland has played a pretty good game so far. Just, you know, they got uh, got hit in the mouth early, as yeah. we talked about. Uh, 10.50 to go. It was a run by Deontay Smoot right after that. It was a long run by Jahaslin James out of the Wildcat. They were down 12 nothing with 7.54 to go in the opening quarter. Since then, they answered with a 33-yard pass from Jackson Lover to Tate Bradford. They've also had some pretty methodical drives that have taken some time off the clock as well. But uh, – the big blow here in the second quarter with uh, 8.09 to go was a 34-yard pass from Jake Travis to Chance Dandridge. Should have, That should have never happened. You know, we had the, the late hit out of bounds, which which was uh, a, a questionable call to say the least. Um, you know, that, that play should have been – and we had them already backed up, you know, halfway to Sylacauga at that point. Um, and that gave them a lot of yards back, and then we had more penalties added on later. It just really kind of ballooned. We, that it should still be at least 12 to seven, and we should be looking at taking a, a lead right here. 54 seconds to go, fourth down, and about one to go from the 37-yard line. Jackson Lovern will take the snap. He'll hand off Parker Woodham. He's got the first down as he crosses the 35 down to the 33. Mm, does look like it. And Winterboro saying that he was just short. 
And if we got to do another measurement again, then I guess we have to, but my goodness. <laughs> Officials are taking a long time to come up with something. And we are going to have another measurement. Are you kidding? Mm, Looks like, like he may have gotten it. Looks like he may have gotten it. Wow. First down. First down by the nose of the football for the Bobcats. All right. 50 seconds to do something right here. Home star mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats there. Here in the second quarter brought to you by Wellborn Cabinets. 50.6 seconds to go here in the first half. 18-7. Clock now beginning to run after they spot the ball. Lovard will take the snap. He's looking to pass. He rolls out wow. left side. Nobody around. He's just going to have to run. He'll get to the sideline, which is a good call. That'll stop the clock. Didn't see exactly how much he gained on the play. Um, I kind of wish he'd have just went ahead and thrown it up right there toward Chandler. Uh, looked like Chandler was being mugged out there. Yeah, that probably would have been a good call right there too. But uh, Jackson didn't see it. He was rushing towards the left sideline and they're going to say that he didn't get out of bounds and they're not stopping the clock. What in God's name are we doing here? And a, Woodland will have to burn a timeout. They shouldn't have to burn a timeout. No. Oh my goodness. Kind of some weird happenings right here. And, again, I don't know if it's the same crew that we had in the Wadley game, but, my goodness, they are the it they do the exact seeps. same things. Stalling, stalling, stalling. I mean, at this point, if it if, if it looks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, <laughs> it, might it might be, be a, a duck. Third, it might be a first down. Hey, it might be. I, I, I don't know. But after this timeout, they'll have the ball second down and five inside the 35-yard line. I've tried to, I've tried to keep stats uh, the last couple of games, but haven't been able to do that so far, just uh, due to the the dampness of, oh, yeah, of the air uh, and uh, paper getting wet. So I knew by the time that I wrote everything down and tried to do all the math, I wouldn't be able to see it anyway. So I was like, well, you know, we'll just we'll go based on what the. Uh, coaches give to us on Sunday. We get all the great weather in Alabama. You know, we get the hot damp yeah. that's really just muggy and it feels bad, and now we're kind of getting the cold damp that just makes you, uh, you know, kind of hurts your bones right there. You Pe know? People talk about football weather a lot, but it's sad that we're on, what, week nine now and yeah. we're finally getting it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Alabama for you. I'll tell you, some of the coldest nights of my life have been week nine and tens. Second down, five to go. Jackson Lovern rolling out to the right side. He's got, He's got Parker. Parker incomplete. Oh. Would have had it around the 15-yard line, but he bumped into uh, number eight. That was Chance Dandridge. Great coverage by Chance on that play, and that will bring up third down and five with 21 seconds to go. Woodland down 18-7. He had it just a touch short with the pass, but it was right there. Yeah, looking down at my notebook right now, I've got page protectors on all of my stuff, but I can barely see due to the uh, moisture that's accumulated. It's kind of just that gives you the chill to it, you know? Yeah, really, really adds to it. So 21 seconds to go, third down. Jackson Lover out of the shotgun set. He's got two wide receivers to the right Ooh, side. He's, he's going to have to roll out to the left side, and he's going to fall behind the 35. I think that's 
So behind the original line of scrimmage he goes, and I believe that's going to be the last play of the first half. They're trying to hurry up and get to the line, but I don't think they're going to get it off. It's going to be close. Snap it. You can't clock it. You can't clock it on fourth down, so they just wasted a play. They just wasted a play. Yeah. You just got to take it and go. But we got – it looks like Kalen Houston's on his knee out there, so. And Winterboro – They sprint into the locker room. Yeah, Winterboro, they picked up the football thinking that it was a fumble. But the thing is, is when you clock the ball on fourth down, the possession ends, which causes the clock to end. So that's uh, that's not going to count. So now let's see what kind of 20-minute discussion we're going to have with this one. I think we might need to measure it. Yeah, we might. But there's no time left on the clock. And are they trying to get a playoff for Winterboro? Like I, he he gave some specific instructions of, uh, hey, put the chains going that way. Yeah, but there's no time on the clock though, so I don't know what what we're doing. They're gonna put one second back on the clock. So they're going to give Winterboro one second left. And, again, I don't know. Yeah. Everybody uh, listening at home, I wish I could give you a better explanation for what we're seeing yeah. right now, but I can't. You clock the ball. I think they're going to Time goes it. down. And somehow Winterboro gets the ball back. They will snap the ball. Blue Heron will tackle him at the 40-yard line, and that will do it for the first half. Good tackle by I Blue. Think, I yeah. think. We may have to measure, but we I might think need to measure. that's going to be it. Again, not criticizing the calls, but the way that they're doing it is just interesting. But anyway, we're at halftime. Your score, 18-7 in favor of Winterboro. Great football being played by both sides, and we look forward to a very entertaining second half. Uh, we'll come back with you, give you some scores from around the area right here on iSchool Sports Network. Stay tuned. We got time. Air Control in Roanoke, your heating and cooling MVP for many years. Air Control installs quality, affordable carrier systems and has experienced technicians that are trained to repair and maintain any HVAC system. Visit Air Control today at their new office located at 4547 Highway 431 in Roanoke or call 863-7700. Remember, if you had called Air Control, you'd be cool by now. Air Control, Alabama license number 92297. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Security is offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated and other entities and or marketing names, products or services here are independent of SPF.
With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes, or take control of that meeting in your red high heels, or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions, a full deli at all locations, the meat department with a full-time butcher, available for freshly cut meats. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery in Heflin, Piedmont, Widawi, and Roanoke, Alabama. Air Control in Roanoke, your heating and cooling MVP for many years. Air Control installs quality, affordable carrier systems and has experienced technicians that are trained to repair and maintain any HVAC system. Visit Air Control today at their new office located at 4547 Highway 431 in Roanoke or call 863-7700. Remember, if you had called Air Control, you'd be cool by now. Air Control, Alabama license number 92297. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48, Woodland. Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. If you love watching and listening to the game on iSchool Sports Network, you'll love reading about it in the Randolph Leader and on therandolphleader.com. All the big plays from the big games, the game-changing moments, and the players that made them happen. Daily updates on therandolphleader.com keep you up to speed all week long. Find stats, photos, stories, and complete coverage online and in our weekly print edition every Wednesday. Full-scale coverage of every local high school plus Southern Union Athletics with online subscriptions for as low as $26 per year. So check it out after the game, the Randolph Leader and therandolphleader.com. Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house. 
It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community, plus a great school, makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers, Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. The home of the Woodland Bobcats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Welcome back to iSchool Sports Network. It is time for the halftime report here on iSchool Sports Network, where at the break it is 18-7 in favor of the Winterboro Bulldogs at the 10-50 mark in the first quarter. It was a seven-yard run by Deontay Smoot. The extra point by Winterboro was no good, putting them on top 6 to nothing. With 7.54 to go, it was a run out of the shotgun by Jahazlin James of Winterboro. The extra point from Winterboro was no good. At that point, it was 12-0 Winterboro. But right before the end of the first quarter, it was an answer by the Bull, uh, by the Bobcats with 1.51 to go in the first quarter. It was a 33-yard pass from Jackson Lover to Tate Bradford. That extra point by Parker Woodham was good, cutting the lead to 12-7. And then with 8.09 to go in the second quarter, it was a 34-yard pass from Jake Travis to Chance Dandridge. Their two-point conversion play was no good, making it 18-7 in favor of the Winterboro Bulldogs. Going to take a look at some scores from around the area. Tonight, Ranburn is on top of Fayetteville by a score of 37-6. B.B. Comer on top of Randolph County, 33-0. That game is at halftime. Anderson, 35. Cleburne County, 13. Hanley, 36. White Plains, 6. That game at the uh, the start of the third quarter. And one that just came in, Clay Central, 14. Tallahassee, 14. That game uh, about to start in the third quarter as well. Going to try to pull up some scores from the score stream uh, app. Uh, Brett, do you have anything that uh, I got? I got Daveville 33, Beulah 0. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to go through some more. Still got 12 to 6 on Raglan. I got 36 to 7, Handley over White Plains. I don't know if you mentioned that one. Auburn 28, Enterprise 8. Uh, no score on the Talladega County Donahoe game. Um, that'd be an interesting one to see, too. That will be interesting. Hopefully, uh, hopefully t uh, TCC can get their first points on a region opponent. Uh, hopefully, uh, for that, uh, that to be the case as well. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, they're, they're a very class act at TCC Bucks. They, they were. were very good last week. Um, you know, enjoyed their coaching staff. They're, they're good guys. At halftime, uh, Victory Christian trailing Raglan by a score of 12-6. to Cedar Bluff on top of Coosa Christian, 21-7. Cedar Bluff more than likely where we'll be going in two weeks as uh, – uh, they look to wrap up the one seed tonight in Region 7. Uh, another game to look out for tonight. Here's a surprise here. Uh, Valley head on top of Summerton Christian 21-7. That's kind of a surprise there. Oh. Is Summerton Christian coming into the week as the number two seed, which is where um, – actually, no, I take that back. That would be where uh, Raglan will more than likely go, Summerton Christian, uh, and then – 
Valley Head is where is who, will, who Wadley will host. Uh, but Valley Head 21, something Christian 7. Don't know what that means for anything yet as far as seeding in that uh, region goes. And Horseshoe uh, Bend trailing 43-7 over Lynette. Oh, wow. Yeah, Lynette's got a great team. Uh, I got Lincoln 10-7 over Moody. Alexandria 29 to nothing over Leeds. You know, that's a program Leeds has, has really kind of went down in the last couple of years. That They used to be somebody that was a perennial um, playoff, you know, maybe making a run to the state championship game, and, and they've really kind of struggled the last couple of years. Yeah, I can remember my senior year at uh, Hanley. We kind of developed uh, – Pretty interesting rival a rivalry with them because they beat us. I remember our senior year they beat us in the regular season, uh, tight game. Can't remember the score, but then uh, we met again in the third round of the playoffs. Another one of those really cold nights in Talladega County, third round of the playoffs, and we beat them 47 to 13. Yeah, so that was a fun little rivalry there for a couple of years with uh, the Lincoln Golden Bears. And any time that they're good, I feel like high school football in this area is good. Yeah, they are. They they always are. A big big. 7A matchup across the state, uh, number one Thompson and number two Hoover. Um, looks like it's 21 to 10 Thompson right now. Wow. Uh, that, that's closer than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. You know, they Both of those programs are always good, and Thompson has just really had that number of athletes lately. I mean, I bet they have probably seven or eight D1 athletes, if not more. Yeah, they've got a uh, great facility there at a new Thompson High School in Alabaster, too, in order to – uh, keep those athletes coming and keep those athletes primed for college football. Yeah, they are. They are. They really got some guys there. Uh, Pike Road, 31, uh, Greenville, zero. Um, trying to find a couple more. Might be some, some good scores of interest for us. Uh, we do, of course, want to give a shout-out again to Woodland Lady Cat Volleyball for uh, earning their trip to the state tournament, earning the three seed today. Uh, had two sweeps yesterday in order to put them in the state tournament. And as uh, we mentioned, a couple of those volleyball players with us tonight. Uh, I've seen Abby Adamson. I've seen Macy. I've seen uh, uh, Jaden Herring over to our right. Um, they had a pretty good student section yesterday as well. So just a big shout-out to not only the Woodland students for uh, going to Montgomery and supporting the girls, but everybody in Woodland pretty much uh, going to the Crampton Bowl and supporting the yeah. Orange and Blue last night. And like we said earlier, we're going to need them there in Birmingham on Wednesday. Uh, you know, we need to have one of those last one in Woodland cut the lights out uh, <laughs> kind of kind of days. And let's support these girls because uh, they work so hard. They do. They so do. hard. And, uh, you know, uh, we get I get to see it a lot of times just through – uh, being there at the school all summer and seeing those guys and girls come to summer workouts and really, you know, put their sweat and blood and tears into this thing. And for it to pay off and make a run like this is really great. It's really magical. Um, and I'm just, I'm just proud of them. And it is a great thing to see. Uh, you know, I just mentioned a second ago I didn't graduate from Woodland. Uh, but growing up, I had a lot of friends from Woodland, a lot of friends that played sports at Woodland. And just the pride that they have in wearing that orange and blue is just its second to none. And it's so good to see that even, you know, 10, 20 years you know, down the road, that's still the standard is if you're a Bobcat, you're going to work, uh, work your butt off, going to play yeah. your heart. That's, you know, that's, that's you know, that's, that's something, you know, that's, that's something great that any program wants to be known as is, is some uh, people that work hard, uh, you do the right thing, 
and you uh you know you want to make those things pay off for you in the long run and um, you know a lot of lot of programs and a lot of people try to do things in the short to try to make themselves look a little better at that time but if you put in the work and you do the things the right way it's going to pay off for you and i like to see that paying off for these girls you're listening to Bobcat football here on iSchool Sports Network. It is halftime. We've got about seven and a half minutes to go until we tee it up for the second half. Woodland trailing Winterboro by a score of 18-7. to But these guys have fought hard. feel like they've done a good job at slowing down Winterboro after they scored their second touchdown with 7.54 to go in the first quarter. We'll talk a little bit more about that and talk a little bit more about what we'll see next week at home with senior night uh, looming for these Bobcats. You're listening to Bobcat football from iSchool Sports Network, 18-7 in favor of Winterboro with a break. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449. Hello football fans! Over the past year, Southwire and our communities have come together as a team to tackle the pandemic and we've made incredible strides toward the end zone. This year, as we continue to focus on our health and safety, we hope that same level of teamwork and success continues on the field this football season. Become a part of the winning team and join the people behind the power today. To find a list of open positions, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. Benefield Funeral Home is proud to be family-owned and operated with a long-standing tradition of providing caring and compassionate services. Here when you need us since 1972, 49 years of service in your time of need. Providing pre-arrangement or at-need funeral services to family satisfaction. Handling all types of cemetery work from headstones to coping walls. Benefield Funeral Home serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Our family serving yours during your time of need. In the market for power equipment to assist in making life easier around your yard? Well, that wait is over. Meadows Farm Equipment in Weedowie is your one-stop place. From Husqvarna mowers, chainsaws, weed eaters, blowers, gas, or battery-powered, look no further than the good folks at Meadows Farm Equipment. Farm implements, harrows and plows by Rhino and Dirt Dog. Trimmers and saws. Meadows, also your local dealer for Spartan mowers. Come by and check out our selection today. Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or online at Meadows Farm Equipment. More exciting Bobcat football with Taylor Jones and Brett Waits. Now back to the field. Halftime here in Winterboro. Your score, Woodland trailing Winterboro 18-7, the final region game of the season. Uh, Woodland looking to improve their playoff stock. They're already in the playoffs, so we know that they'll at least grab the four seed. But if they win tonight and Raglan falls to victory Christian, they could end up as the two so, of course, we're hoping for a great second half, hoping that uh, Raglan can pull through, or excuse me, Vic, 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 Christian can pull Christian, through yeah. and uh, get a win tonight and help us out. But if not, looks like we'll be going to Cedar Bluff in two weeks, which isn't as bad of a trip as the Waterloo game last year, Ooh. which the Waterloo game, the Waterloo trip wasn't bad. It was a long trip, but it wasn't a bad trip. 
But the good news is we're going to be surrounded by a lake pretty much. At Waterloo last year, we were surrounded by the Tennessee River. No matter direction you looked, you could see the river. Uh, You can pretty much see Lake Weiss anywhere at Cedar Bluff as well, too. So we're going to be around some water. Probably going to be a little chilly with the the moisture coming off the water as well. So uh, be prepared in two weeks to bring a jacket and let's watch some football. But next week will be uh, senior night. Uh, senior night will be the last uh, last football game of the regular season. And uh, kids will be out of school, though. We'll be out of school uh, when, uh, Thursday and Friday next week, but still make a pl- uh, chance and she'll make plans to come out and uh, watch these seniors, 14 seniors on uh, this uh, year's roster. And it seems like all of them have done whatever they can to contribute and really make some noise this year. Oh, yeah. they um, you know that, That's a, a pretty unprecedented number for a 1A school uh, to have 14 seniors, uh, 14 contributors right there. Those guys all contribute. You know, we talked about it a little bit before the game started today when me and you were just talking. Uh, pretty much our – it starting offense and defense is either uh, 10 seniors or nine seniors, just to, depending on who they put in in different spots. So uh, there's there's a senior at almost every place. And, uh, you know, you can't really state how much these guys have meant to this program. Um, if you remember back a few years ago, we were in real dire straits. Uh, the program was uh, really low numbers. And without that group of who are seniors now, really being guys that were thrown into the fire probably before they should have. Um, they really had to really kind of come in and save us and be that group that uh, has, has what we've been looking forward to. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, great to get them going, and, and hopefully next week we get them out on a good note um, going up against Horseshoe Bend. Trying to go uh, through the entire list of seniors that we have right now, and of course, every one of them better than the next one. Uh, number three, Jackson Lover. Number five, Tate Bradford. Number nine, James Fox. Number ten, Guy McManus. Number eleven, Levi Pearman. Number fifteen, Chandler Mitchell. Big interception tonight, Chandler Mitchell. Uh, number twenty-two, Logan Barrett. Number thirty, Parker Woodham. Number fifty, Eli Rollins. Number fifty-two, Austin Champion. Number fifty-six, Nathaniel Smitherman. Number 63, Kalen Houston, and number 66, Justice Herring. And all of those names that we've called out tonight, for the most yeah. part, we've called out tonight yeah. because they've contributed so much to this program over the last uh, couple of years. And a couple of them tonight really showing out. You know, uh, Kalen Houston's having a really good night tonight, uh, making some good stops, uh, making some good blocks. He's We've really been able to kind of take his left side sometimes and run that way. Uh, you know, had a big play by Justice in the backfield. Uh, Chandler Mitchell with the interception. Uh, Tate Bradford with the big reception. You know, Parker, he's always a, a workhorse. Uh, Jackson throwing the ball tonight. I mean, um, you know, you could just keep going down. Mick, Mick, you know, coming up, stopping and making tackles. Um, you know, you can really just, you know, and Guy, he's always he's always around the ball, making tackles, uh, making blocks, uh, just kind of kind of always doing something. You know, he's he's always around. And uh, Eli, uh, always, you know. He has he has snapped the ball every time, so uh, you know his his job's real important. And, yeah. Um, you know you you got those other guys on the line. Um, Nathaniel Smitherman, great kid. Uh, always enjoy talking to him. He's he's always smiling and always happy when he comes around. Uh, I don't know if I'm forgetting anybody that I haven't mentioned, but um, I mean it's a really good group and it's really great to have them. Yeah, I got a chance to talk to Nathaniel a little bit yesterday before we recorded our weekly coaches show and. Uh, he came up to me, and first of all, he said, well, when, when am I going to be on the Coach Blair Armstrong? So I said, oh, we're, we're planning something for playoffs. Don't worry about it. And he said, oh, that's awesome. And the second thing he said is, 
I really hope something cool happens because I haven't been chosen to be a captain yet. And then the reason and the way that they choose captains, what Coach Jason Armstrong told me, is he has a generator app where he just puts all the seniors into a hat and says, okay, just choose four. Yeah. And unfortunately for Nathaniel, just due to, of course, the beginning of the year, uh, not being able to play as much, but now that he is able to play, uh, just hasn't been in the mix tonight he found in the mix he was excited and uh just just a great kid overall and then of course you know parker woodham guy mcmanus two kids that are just so happy to be out there jackson lovern uh a kid every week just so appreciative that he gets to do what he does uh, levi perriman you know, levi perriman uh kaylin houston justice hearing just kids that are uh proud week in and week out to put on that orange and blue and play whatever sport they can uh we got about another minute or so until we're back uh for the second half, so we'll take another timeout. Your score at halftime, Woodland trailing Winterboro 18-7. This is Bobcat Football from High School Sports. Planning for your retirement, funding your children's education, or building a legacy to leave your family does not have to be scary or complicated. The Knowles Group has over 20 years of experience helping families in Randolph County achieve their financial goals, and we would love to help you achieve yours. We have the experience and expertise necessary to help you navigate the world of financial planning for any stage of life. To ask any questions or set up an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Safe Financial Incorporated, FDF. Welburn Cabinet in Clay County is growing. Multiple career opportunities are available with Welburn Cabinet, looking to employ over 150 more people. Welburn has been family-owned and operated since 1961. Very competitive pay based on experience and skills. Benefits include Blue Cross Blue Shield medical and dental insurance, short-term disability, 401k, paid vacations, and make sure to ask about our sign-on bonus. Join the Welburn Cabinet team today. Visit our website at welburn.com for more info. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. We're getting ready for the second half here on iSchool Sports Network. Your score, Winterboro 18, Woodland 7. We're getting you ready for this third quarter, and this third quarter is brought to you by Main Street Animal Hospital. Visit Dr. Nick Baldwin and the staff at Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke for the best in small animal care. Pretty good game played so far by both teams. Winterboro, a well-coached team, a very physical team, a big team, and they are uh, doing most of their damage right now. They had uh, two very quick touchdowns to open the game, a seven-yard run by Deontay Smoot and a long run by Jahazlin James out of the Wildcat formation. Just great kids overall. Uh, you know, being a baseball coach as well, yeah. you get to meet some of the great baseball coaches around the area and – I uh, want to give a shout-out to Winterboro football assistant and head baseball coach Alex Johnson. He's been incredible uh, this week giving us uh, – uh, just telling us about his players. He's got so many good things to say about all of his players, Troy McKinney, uh, Jahazlin James, uh, Jake Travis, uh, just so many of these great players. And he's he's had a blast talking about them this week, and I thank him for doing whatever he can to promote the Winterboro Bulldogs. And it will be taken by the Bobcats. They'll get inside the 35-yard line down to the 37, I believe. That was Christopher Butler on the return there. Good for him to get some action. And Good catch Bobcats and return will, by the freshman. Yeah, Bobcats will start at the 36-yard line, 11.49 to go in the third quarter. And one senior I didn't mention earlier, uh, Taylor, Austin Champion out Austin there Champion, playing yes. offensive line, defensive line. He's made some great tackles tonight. Um, great, great young man, too. I, I can't say enough about him. Austin Champion, good football player, good basketball player, even better on the track and field. 
Will be a handoff. Parker Woodham, he'll bounce left side. No, it's a keeper, Jackson Lover, and he's got the 40. He'll run out of bounds about the 40, about the 43-yard line, about a gain of five on the play for Jackson Lover on the option keeper. You know, they are playing their defense all the way up on us. Like I said, they're having a six- and seven-man line a lot of times. There's not a lot of people deep. Um, I'd like to see something attack uh, those those open parts of the field right there. It's not bad by the, the keep by Jackson to try to take it to this side. 11.41 to go here in the third quarter. 18-7, Winterboro on top. Woodland with the football moving from left to right as you listen. Jackson will call for the ball. He'll hand off Parker Woodham. Parker's going to dance out to the right side. Go, Parker. He's at midfield down to the 49-yard line. That's a Homestar Mortgage first down for Parker Woodham and the Woodland Bobcats. Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage with USDA and VA loans with no down payment as well as an FHA loan with a very low down payment. Find the easiest way home with Homestar Mortgage and the Lori Brown team, 334-863-4052. Good run off the left end right there by Parker following big Kalen Houston. Woodland in there. White helmets, white jerseys, blue pants. Winterboro, white helmets, dark gray jerseys, and dark gray pants. And there's going to be a flag on the play, as it looks like, from uh, that defensive end on the near side. A little too anxious, and he uh, breaks the uh, plane of the goal or plane of the line of scrimmage, and that'll cost uh, them five yards. Woodland will move up first down and five now, inside the 45. Yeah, we've been worried, wondering how they got in the backfield so fast. Some scores from around the area. Wadley off tonight. Ranburn 37, Fayetteville 6. Hanley 36, White Plains 6. Clay Central 14, Tallahassee 14, 33 nothing. B.B. Uh, Comer over Randolph County. It'll be a handoff as he crosses the 45-yard line down to the 42. It'll bring up second down and about three to go after the carry uh, by Parker Woodham. Had a small hole right there. He kind of just squirted through it. Had to kind of get small and get through it himself. Um, you know, good, tough run. 10.38 to go third quarter. 18-7, Woodland trailing uh, the Winterboro Bulldogs here on this last region game of the year. It's hard to believe that Hard to believe that we're already here. It seems like it takes forever to get here, and then it's gone in a flash. I know. I feel like we should still be back starting at Fettville. Hand off Parker Woodham, and he'll get hit behind the line of scrimmage. Just nobody there. He gets to at least the 44-yard line. He'll lose two yards, and that'll bring up third down. Yeah. So Winterboro doing a little bit to help him there, but Woodland still not doing anything to take advantage of it. So now be at the 44-yard line inside Winterboro territory. Woodland needing to get something going to keep themselves in it. You know, there are some places to attack right here. Like I said, they, they're backing off on defense right here a little bit. Um, and now they come walking back up, so everybody's bunched. Sidecar right, Parker Woodham, and I believe that we might uh, get more help. Offsides on the defense. Well, like those rush-ins of number 22, Braden Waits, and number 11, Troy McKinney, a little too excited right there. And you can credit the Woodland offense right there for playing with their heads a little bit and uh, forcing them to jump. Hey, it keeps them off of you sometimes. you got to play those games. Slows it down. 
9.33 to go in the third quarter. Woodland with the 18-7 lead, a first down and 10 on the other side of the 40-yard line at the 39. Sidecar ride of Jackson Lover and his Parker Woodham. Everybody's played tight. It will be a sweep to Tate Bradford. Tate Bradford up the middle will get to the 35-yard line, possibly down to the 34. Pretty solid game there for Tate Bradford and the Bobcat offense. Yeah, just a little end up the middle kind of right there, kind of wing back up the middle. Something to keep that pressure off of Parker and uh, kind of give them something different to look at, keep that eye candy working. Yeah, Tate Bradford's done a really good job of that all season long this year, kind of taking the load off everybody really because he can catch the ball just as well as he can rush the football, something that uh, I didn't know about him or yeah. him and rushing the football at the beginning of the season. But, man, he's made a believer out of me. He's made a believer out of uh, Woodland Bobcat fans. Yeah, he's got the speed. He's uh, he's, he's, he's long-legged, uh, but he makes that work for him. And there will be a – Flag called. Is there a timeout taken? I believe it is going to be a timeout. I think at least. Are they going to say that somebody moved? Uh, offsides on Winterboro. Okay. Oh, That's up offsides. Third time on this drive that Winterboro's been called for that. And like you said, Brett, uh, Brett uh, correct on that one where they didn't jump, but they just weren't on sides when they lined up which I still don't understand why you stopped that on, on that point. Usually if, if you just offside, you you know, you the play runs and you see if you can get the free play out of it. But yeah. So we'll try it again with 8.29 to go, first down and 10 to go. Woodland moving the football, but Winterboro helping them out here on this drive. So Parker lines up in the backfield. It'll be a handoff left side. He'll dodge. Oh, he gets right him. side. Go, Parker. He's got first down yardage as he crosses the 20-yard line down to the 16. But, again, doing a great job by Parker Woodham to find some gap. He decided to go up the middle, found some holes to the left side, took advantage, and that's another first down for the Bobcats. Brought to you by Homestar Mortgage and the Lori Brown team. Yeah, it's a good job, good vision by him. Good run for a first down. Just got tripped up by safety right there at the end, or he's in the end zone. Clock running at eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Woodland, their first possession of the second half. They've had the ball for four minutes. They trail 18-7. Going to go with that right side package for Parker Woodham again on first down. And they're going to make Woodland, they're going to make Winterboro jump again. Oh, my goodness. So that's, so that's four offsides penalties by Winterboro here on this drive. Three of them, Woodland made them jump. That's 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 impressive. I think maybe we might have had a talk with the with the referees and said, "Hey guys, you know we're looking at something right here. How about y'all watch it too?" And maybe we're starting to get that call. It's kind of like when you're a pitcher on the mound, you don't want to throw too many fastballs, you don't want to throw too many curveballs because officially your opponent's going to dig it out. But if you keep doing it at an irregular pace, it's hard to figure it out. Yeah. Handoff, Tate Bradford, going to get to the line of scrimmage. He's going to need some help to get pushed and he'll get down to the 10-yard line. Uh, we'll say about two yards shy of that first down for Tate Bradford. Second down and about uh, two to go. This is 11, that was the 11th play of this drive. So hey, we, we need to keep doing that. Yeah, we we yeah. need to keep doing that. We need to do whatever we can to uh, keep the Bulldogs' offense on the field. They are dangerous. They have some good athletes. They've gotten us a handful of times. I'm going to say look at analytics. We're down by 11. Uh Number says that we should 
we should go for two. All right, we'll see what happens here. Shotgun said it will be a handoff. Parker Woodham. Parker will get inside the 10-yard line down to the six. Awfully close to another first down. It's going to bring up third down and one. Chilly night here in Winterboro. Kind of makes sense. Winterboro, right yeah. next door is Childersburg. Childersburg. Kind of makes sense. I feel like every football game I played at Childersburg was a cold one too, so it makes yeah. sense. So going to the line again will be the Bobcat offense. Clock running at 6-11 to go. They've almost had the ball half the third quarter. Handoff. Part. No, it's Jackson Lover, and he keeps it, but I think he lost his footing. That's going to allow the Winterboro defense to just eat him up as he gets back to the line of scrimmage. Man. It looked like uh, Parker had some – had some. If, if, if you get the handoff, Parker had some leverage. 5.46 to go. So, yep, Woodland has now officially had this ball for half of the third quarter, and this clock is zooming on past. Oh, guess what? Our friend comes back, the official measurement timeout. <laughs> Thank you for the support. Uh, that hey, that'll stop the clock. That'll stop the clock. That's the reason why that first quarter lasted 40 minutes. <laughs> you might be on to something there, Brett. You might be on to it. Great night here at Winterboro. Winterboro with a senior night, a handful of seniors on this Bulldog team, a lot of senior band members and cheerleaders all enjoying their last home game, last regular season home game as a Winterboro Bulldog. That looks like a first. And it will be a home star mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats. They'll have it inside the 10-yard line, so it will be first down and goal. They're now inside the first bank red zone. Some things change, but not at first bank, where quality customer service remains the same. You'll like banking with us at first bank. You can put those sticks down as they will have it at the five-yard line. Now, this is a woodland drive right here. We just need to cap it off. If we can do that, get a score here, stop them next drive, and have another long drive, Woodland can get out of here with a win. We just need to make it happen. It'll be a oh, sweet Tate. Tate Bradford. Not going to get anything positive on that one, though. He kept going east-west, couldn't find anything to turn it up, and that'll bring up a second down as he gets down to the 11-yard line. So about a loss of five on the play for Bradford and the Bobcats. Trying to do something to get outside right there. Uh, and like I said, they, they keep guys up close, and they're, everybody's bunched in on their defense. Uh, just a good play by, you know, one of their outside guys to string it out and, and keep it keep him from turning up. Clock zooming by here in the third quarter, 4.52 to go in the third, 18-7 Woodland trailing Winterboro, but they are knocking on the door. They've got the ball first and goal at the 11. Lovern takes a snap, takes the handoff. Parker going to go right side to pass. He's got He's a guy in mind, and it is incomplete. Just a little too high for Tate Bradford. And if you throw it a little too high for Tate Bradford, then you've thrown it a little too high. Throwing it pretty high. He's pretty tall, and he, he can jump. Great coverage by number eight, Chance Dandridge. Chance Dandridge, congratulations to him being nominated to play on the uh, Alabama All-Star team for the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star game. It'll be played at... I believe it's going to be in Mobile this year. They like to go back and forth between Mobile and uh, the University of Southern Mississippi. The Rock, as they call it, in Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg. The Eagles. Big news for Southern Miss today is they've announced they're going to the Sun Belt. It's so pretty cool for them, too. 
Shotgun set on third down. It will be a handoff. Parker Woodham carry him. Parker, he'll get it to the five-yard line. Still going to be shy of that goal line. Actually, no, I think they're going to give him at the, to the six-yard line. Couldn't yeah. get that stretch out, but it will be fourth down with 4.20 to go in the third quarter. Need something dialed up right here, something big. We need something to get us in the end zone. 4.09 to go. Woodland looking over to the sideline to get their call. And you can hear the chants of the Bobcat fans and the cheerleaders in front of us. Score, score, score. And they're going to wait until about nine seconds to go on the play clock before they call timeout. Not a bad decision there to kind of slow things down. 3.51 to go in the third quarter. 18-7, Winterboro on top. But when you come back, fourth down and goal for the Bobcats, you're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, has over 55 years of experience in senior services. TRC is committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages. And Trailer Retirement Community provides housekeeping and dietitian-approved meals. Visit TrailerHealth.com or call 334-863-3500. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. For a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's Brett Waits. Oh, B.B. Comer, 40, we die, we nothing. Uh, Hanley, 43, White Plains, 14. Uh, Jacksonville is up 43-7 on Cherokee County, and uh, Clay Central is up 27, or Tallahassee is up 27-14 on Clay Central. That's an interesting score right there. 3.51 here in the third quarter. Woodland trailing Winterboro 18-7, but they are knocking on the door. 3.51 to go here in the third quarter, and Woodland has had the ball every single second. Fourth down and goal right here for the Bobcats, though. Huge play coming up. Jackson looking to pass. He's got to get rid of he's it. He'll throw. throw. He's not he's going to get it. He throws it away, and that will be a turnover on downs for the Bobcats, but Winterboro will have a long way to go in order to score. It took a lot of time off the clock, though, but unfortunately you can't get any uh, points on the board. So hopefully the defense can make a pretty good stop here and give that offense another chance. Yeah, 17 plays. And 17 plays. And, and almost the entire third quarter. Yeah, about uh, – And no points to yeah, show see, for see if I can do my, my math here. I believe that is eight minutes and 16 seconds. Yeah, that's – it's big, yeah, big possession. It's good there. drive. It's a drive we need. Like I said, that's a woodland drive. That's what we need, but we need the points out of it. Winterboro takes over. They'll have it at the six-yard line in their own territory. Jahaslin James will get the carry. Solid gain there by Jahaslin. Not very much, though, as I think he gets back to the nine-yard line. So, all in all, about a three-yard gain as he carried again about 10 of the 11 members of the Bobcat defense with him as he went down. So, he is – it's it's possible for him to get down, but it takes yeah. a lot of people to get down. Yeah. No huddle as they go to the Wildcat formation. Jahaslin James gets the direct snap. He bounces out to the left side, shakes one tackle, gets to the 20, 25, still on his feet, cuts back in. A host of Bobcats will tackle him around the 35-yard line. You can credit Mick Bailey, Levi Pearman, Parker Woodham, and Guy McManus there on the stop, but a huge gain as they run hurry up, no huddle. I'm impressed by Coach Skyler Mansfield and his offense right now. They're able to get all the players off the field 
and get the right uh, package in there for this hurry up, no huddle. They've been able to do it all night long with ease. Going to be another direct snap that time to Deontay Smoot. Smoot will carry it to the 41-yard line, so a gain of about seven on the play for the Bulldogs. Yeah, that's kind of tough. Though. Like I said, they're trying to run that breakneck speed. This is uh, old Oregon uh, hurry up, no huddle type speed. Smoot will be the quarterback here in this Wildcat set. He'll get the direct snap. He'll go right side, and he's hit hard. And looks like he's still on his feet down to the 42-yard line, so about a gain of one. So it will be second, no, third down from the 42, so about four yards away. I know they just subbed about four or five people off, four or five people on. Now they finally go into a huddle soon. So they're trying to slow things down now. Third down and about three to go from the 42. It'll be James taking the direct snap. He's going to go right side. Doesn't see anything there. Going to cut back to the left side. Finds a little bit more space, but not enough. He'll get down to midfield. Parker Woodham with the stop, but that will be enough for a first down for Winterboro. Parker made a good tackle to have to come from the other side and come back and make that tackle. I mean, he's coming from clear on the other side all the way over to our side of the field to make that. Swapping out at the rover position, David Knowles coming out, Avery Porter going in, two great freshmen that you need to know their names right now because they're going to be leading this team starting next year. Shotgun set for Jake Travis. He's back in the game. It's going to be a sweep. And it will be Mick right. Bailey eating him up behind the line of scrimmage. He's finally go down. He finally goes down at the 40. No, they're going to give him forward progress at the 45-yard line, even though he went down about 20 seconds after he got to the 45, uh, down at the 40-yard line. But the near side official going to give him the benefit of the doubt. 45-yard line, front nose of the football. All in all, a loss of about five on the uh, sweep carry by Troy McKinney. Number 66, Caden Wade going in. And there will be a timeout on the field. 58 seconds to go in the third quarter. 18-7 in favor of the Winterboro Bulldogs. We'll take a timeout with them here on iSchool Sports Network. Around here, farming isn't a hobby. It's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. For custom-made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the Old Station Etching and Engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your businesses or your favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the Old Station to get the job done right. For affordable customization with a quick turnaround, that's the Old Station Etching and Engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Following the timeout, a quarterback keeper by Jake Travis is going to carry him all the way to the 36-yard line. Gets just enough for a Winterboro first down. Gain of about 18 on the play for Jake Travis, the quarterback for the Winterboro Bulldogs. A uh, little naked boot right there. 
kind of fake handoff, and then he rolled to his uh, to his right and just kind of kept kept had open field right there. 39 seconds to go. They'll go into an I formation set this time. Handoff to the tailback, Jaslyn James. The tank, Jaslyn James, will still be on his feet as he finally goes out of bounds at the 21-yard line, a gain of about 14 for the senior, Jaslyn James. They are definitely a multiple offense. They they show a lot of different things. This, it, they, their offense reminds me a lot of Victory Christian that we saw last week. Not a lot of Wildcat in that offense, but Victory Christian, if they have the athletes that Winterboro does, Victory Christian a pretty dangerous offensive team. Yeah. 27 seconds to go. High formation set again for Travis and the Bulldogs. It'll be a up. Oh, they're going to blow the play dead. Don't know if a timeout was taken or if there was a flag. Well, let's take a little time and, and see what happens right here. Model to call for a measurement. <laughs> Maybe. When in doubt, measure the football. Measure the ball. Measure the ball. I mean, let's let's get a tape out. Let's see how long it is. So, there, it wasn't a penalty. They didn't move the football. I don't know what happened. Handoff tail back. And he won't get very far. No, he's still mm -hmm. going. He's pushed out of bounds. They're going to say at the 16-yard line, so a gain of four that time by Deontay Smoot. Well, he kept his legs moving right there, and, you know, we thought we had a stop kind of right at the line of scrimmage, if not maybe a little bit past, and he kind of kept going and drove past us. Handoff tailback, it'll be Smoot again up the middle. He'll run into Parker Woodham, and Parker will stop him at the 11-yard line. So a long drive right now for the Winterboro Bulldogs. They've covered a lot of ground. I believe their drive started at the six-yard line inside their own territory in their own backyard, and they've been able to move the football very well here in the third quarter. Yeah, drove down here in about three minutes, so um, off of their goal line. Yeah, what Woodland was able to do in about nine and a half or about eight and a half. Winterboro's done in about three yeah, minutes, about just three. like you said. So they will set the football. It will be a first down and 10. They'll have the ball at the 11-yard line. So just shy of being able to put the sticks away. Trying to get the chain set, and they do. So now Travis will... Look over to the sideline, and they're going to let the clock run out here in the third quarter. Put your fours up, everybody. we got one more quarter to play here in Winterboro. 18-7, Bulldogs on top of the Bobcats. You're listening to Woodland Bobcats football from high school sports. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team, too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. For a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's Brett Waits. Taylor, I'm just going to focus on one because uh, we got to head out to the, the game. But Victory Christian, 13, Raglan, 12. Wow. Uh, we got to have this fourth quarter right here. We could finish number two in the region. Come on, guys. 18-7, Woodland on top of Winterboro, but the Bulldogs are knocking on the door. They've got the ball first down and 10 from the 11. It'll be a handoff left side, Jaslyn James, and he is knocked down uh, not too far beyond the line of scrimmage down to the nine-yard line, and the late flag comes out. Good tackle by Blue Heron. Uh, oh, something on Woodland. And it looks like it will be on the Bobcats. Trying to wait on the official call from the White Hat. And it looks like he's about to make the call. No. He picks up his flag, but it will be a penalty on uh, the Bobcats as they'll move the ball inside the five. Yeah. Didn't quite see him make the, uh, make the call. I apologize. But it will be on the Bobcats half the distance of the goal. So I've got the ball now to be inside the five-yard line. Had to be a personal foul. They'll go shotgun set. Jaslyn James, sidecar right to Jake Travis. It will be James with the carry. He cuts back up the middle of the field. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Winterboro. You know, they kind of gave us a little dose of our own medicine right there. Kind of that formation looks a lot like what we look like. And uh, they hand off to their big back, and he just pushes it in. It's a four-yard carry by Jaslyn, Jahaslin James. Jahaslin, his second rush uh, touchdown rush of the night. And it is now 24-7, Winterboro. And it looks like they are going to try to go for two. And it will be a – no, it will be a fake sweep to Dandridge. The throw is going to be caught uh, by number 15, Dawson Mosley. He's got it in the end zone. So 26-7, Winterboro on top of Woodland with 11.33 to go here in the fourth quarter. You're listening to Bobcats Football from High School Sports. WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included and you can make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke and Weedowie. At ML Aubrey and Roanoke, we have been in business in the same location since 1909 when my great granddaddy first opened. Shopping locally is nothing new to us. At ML Aubrey, we are having our Christmas open house on November 6th from 8 until 5. All Christmas decor, remaining fall merchandise, and everything in the Santa Shack will be discounted. And we'll have lots of refreshments and samples of our Amish jams and jellies, our new Alabama peanuts, Alabama sunshine, and Captain Rodney's. Make your plans for November 6th. Open house at ML Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Roanoke. We are the Woodland Varsity Cheerleaders, and you're listening to Bobcat. 
11.33 to go here in the ball game. A four-yard rush by Jahaslam James of Winterboro. A two-point conversion play is good by the Bulldogs. They extend their lead to 26-7 over Woodland with 11.33 to go in the fourth quarter. Jamario Clegg has this one lined up. Going to be a short kick taken by Guy McManus at the 35-yard line. Gets to the 40 and he'll fall down at the 44-yard line. First down and 10, Bobcats with 11.27 to go in the fourth quarter. So kind of a, 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 a tough one right there because Woodland had a, such a long drive, a 17-yard drive that covered a little over eight and a half minutes and uh, couldn't put it in the end zone. They failed on fourth down inside the uh, five-yard line, uh, but Winterboro puts that one together pretty quickly. They used the remaining uh, three minutes of the first half a little bit in the uh, fourth quarter, and they put it in the end zone. Yeah, yeah, just tough. Like I said, they gave us a little bit of our own medicine right there. Uh, give you an update there, Taylor Ragland, 18, Victor Christian, 13. Oh, wow. It'll be a option keeper by Jackson Lover, and he'll get to the 45-yard line. So, all in all, about a gain of one uh, on the fake handoff for, to uh, Parker Woodham. Looks like Handley's final, 43-14 over White Plains, and Tallahassee is 33-14 over uh, Central Clay County. That's kind of a surprise there. I didn't check uh, Tallahassee's record heading in, but, of course, Clay Central being a tough team that they normally are, that is kind of a surprise that any team in the state of Alabama, no matter where they're at, is uh, putting it on Clay Central that, mat, uh, yeah. uh, that much. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often anymore. Lovern will call for it. He'll hand off Parker Woodham. Parker will go left side. He'll carry a couple of Bulldogs with him down to the 49-yard line. Great uh, tackle there by Kamarian Curry of the Winterboro Bulldogs. Just holding on to Parker for about three yards before finally knocking him down. We'll bring up third down. They are now inside the door of Winterboro territory at the 49-yard line. They need about three more yards to go in order to convert. You know, we're not a quick strike offense, but we're going to have to break a couple here. Oh. Uh, to get something going. Bobcats go up to the line. Third down and three to go. Lover in the shotgun set. Sidecar right is Parker Woodham. Tate Bradford lineup is a tight end on the near side. It will be Parker Woodham. He'll get the first down. Gets to the 45 before finally going down at the 44. Will be a gain of about five. He needed three. That's a Homestar Mortgage first down for Parker Woodham and the Woodland Bobcats. Good run. Good run. Good blocking by the offensive line. Just... Stay it on that left side. Kalen Houston kind of cleared some path right there. Uh, you can tell he's kind of kind of dealing with a little bit of maybe some pain somewhere, but he's uh, he's gritting and grinding through it. And um, you know, tough guy. Yeah, in a game like this, game like this, where you got a lot of hard hitting going on. It's it, if you're not leaving limping, then you yeah. probably didn't do your job. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, shotgun set for Jackson Lover and handoff to Parker Woodham. He hops over his own guy. I believe that was Kalen Houston that was on the ground. He gets down to the 43-yard line, so maybe a gain of one for Parker. I'll bring up second down and eight. Well, I think that defensive lineman in front of Kalen uh, decided he couldn't do much, so he just kind of grabbed grass, tried to create a, a pile right there. At that point, it kind of worked. 26-7, Winterboro on top. Only one score here in the – Second half, that was back at the 11:33 mark when Jahaslin James rushed for four yards out. His second touchdown of the night. Shotgun, he'll send Parker in motion from left to right. Jackson will keep it himself. He's got room, gets to the 40, down to the 38-yard line. That's going to be a late flag, number 22. Braden Waits just... 
He, he, he wanted the tackle bad, and even though Jackson already uh, fell, fell to the ground, uh, number 22 still wanted the tackle. Yeah, and yeah. and and you sh- and nothing should stop you from chasing your dreams. No, I mean, should not. But we'll take that fifteen yards. So it will be a personal foul on the Bulldogs. That will move Woodland up fifteen yards, and that will give them a first down. So Jackson Lover and he carried the ball, uh, went up the middle, found room to the right side, got down to around the thirty-five yard line, and uh, uh, Braden waits. Uh, and I will give him credit, though. He was going down for the tackle yeah. as Jackson was going down, too. So it wasn't like he deliberately did it. Yeah. But it was just, just one of those things late. that, you know, once that momentum's going, you can't stop. Yeah. So that helps Woodland. We'll take it. A shotgun set for the Bobcats. It will be a handoff. No, it'll be a keeper, Jackson Lover. No one in the stadium saw it but us. And it will be pushed out of bounds and at the 10-yard line. And give us some more as Jackson Lover was pushed out way late. And that's going to be another personal foul call to go along with the Homestar Mortgage first down. Well, this one's only going to be about five yards, though. Yeah, it will be a uh, half the distance to the goal call there as Jackson Lover. And he faked out me there for a little bit, and uh, all of Winterboro was crashing in on Parker Woodham. Didn't really see Jackson keep the ball, and Jackson carried it all the way to the 10-yard line and was pushed out real late. And, again, you know, going back to what we talked about with the guy McManus uh, late hit out of bounds call is that the sideline in the playing field, not a lot of room to work with, probably 10 feet tops before yeah. you run into that fence. So when you're at a stadium like this and a lot of uh, uh, stadiums in 1A, that's got to be on high alert. You yeah. don't want anybody hurt because of that. You take them into the, the fence or, you know, even if you're here around the 40, 50-yard line, you take them into the bleachers over here or the, the bench for the team, you know, you – it's only about eight feet from the from the sidelines. You, you, you have a chance to hurt a lot of people in that situation. And uh, if the fence is just right, you know, you run into the fence, hit a hip, that's, yeah. you know, that's not good. So it will be a personal foul on Winterboro. We just got to find a way to take advantage because we've had a lot of yellow presents wrapped and given to us here yeah. in the second half, but we have not done much with that. We've got to find a way to get in. Front nose of the football at the five-yard line. This is where you get big man on big man, and you just drive it in. Jackson Lover will call for it. He'll hand it off to Parker Woodham right side. He He's lowers the shoulder. Runs. He dives to the end zone. Touchdown, Parker Woodham. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. Followed right up under big Kalen Houston right there and just take it in. Kalen Houston, Justice Herring, uh, Logan Barrett, Tate Bradford on that side, and then you let – Guy McManus kind of create a little more scene for you, too. Jahaslin James scored on a four-yard touchdown rush. Parker Woodham has one of his own. 8.23 to go. Woodland has cut into the lead now, 26-13. How many minutes? So Parker Woodham lined up for the 56 Vintage Market extra point attempt. Good snap, good hold. The kick is wide right. Just missed it. Uh, vintage and antique furniture, home furnishings, new home decor, and much more. Stop by 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56 inside the old New Hope School Building to find that perfect piece for your home update. 8.23 to go in the fourth quarter. 
Winterboro 26, Woodland 13. You're listening to Bobcats Football from iSchool Sports. At Roanoke Ace Home Center, they love helping you with your projects. They're a full-line, full-service home center, and they hate to say no. Paint, tools, electrical, plumbing, hardware, lawn and garden, power equipment, lumber, roofing, siding, doors, windows, drywall, insulation, they have it all, and much, much more. If they don't have it on the floor, they'll get it for you promptly. When you want a different level of service, Ace is the place. And remember that low-price guarantee. That's Roanoke Ace Home Center, Highway 431 Bypass South. More slobber knocker football on the way with Brett Waits and Taylor Jones. This is the iSchool Sports Network. For a look at the iSchool Sports Network, or take that back, we're not going to do that just yet. For the Reliance Realty Scoring Recap, presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Here's Brett Waits. Taylor, right at uh, a little over three minutes and uh, 55 yards for the score and run by Parker Woodham. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. We'll have a look at that iSchool Sports Network scoreboard in just a few moments after the kickoff by number 58, Noah Waits. Are you related to him? Yeah, yeah, that, okay. one, I, that one I can claim. That one you'll claim, okay. Back to return, Troy McKinney, Chance Dandridge. going to be a knuckleball kick that will be fielded by Jahaslin James at the 35-yard line. He's at the 40. He's at midfield. He shakes a tackle. He's got one guy to beat. That's Logan Barrett, and he's going to take it to the house. 10-5, touchdown, Winterboro. Well, that wasn't what we needed there. A shot there for Woodland to not kick it deep because we know what Winterboro can do when they kick it deep, but instead they knuckleballed it, and unfortunately the one of the three guys you don't want to kick it to, Jahaslin James, the other two were deep behind him. Jahaslin takes it back to the end zone. Oh, man. Yeah, that's tough. Tough, tough, tough right there. I was wondering if we wasn't going to try to set up for an onside a little bit. It looked right like there. that's what they were trying to do. It was just a knuckleball kick that they were hoping that Woodland could recover or if they couldn't recover, they could make the stop as soon as yeah. Winterboro fielded it. But neither one of those things happened. So it's now 32-13 Winterboro. And again, just wasted opportunities for us. You know, we've, we've had our moments. So it will be a two-point conversion play. Jake Travis looks to throw, but he's going to get eaten up in the backfield by the Bobcat defense. Logan Barrett, uh, as well Blue as Heron, David, Knowles David Knowles and Blue Heron will make the stop there. So 8.03 to go in the fourth quarter, 32-13. Winterboro on top of Woodland. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports Network. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. More exciting Bobcat football with Taylor Jones and Brett Waits. Now back to the field. For a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's Brett Waits. Taylor, um, again, 33-14, Tallahassee. Uh, Rambin, 37, Fettwell, 13. And uh, 
that's about all I got right now. 43-21 Jacksonville over Cherokee County. We'll take a look at some more uh, concerning our region and our playoff opponents right after this kick from Winterboro. Just a punch to the gut right there by Winterboro as Woodland tried to at least attempt an onside kick. Not really, I would say, not an intentional onside kick, but you would hope they would they could recover or possibly uh, stop Winterboro right where they picked it up. But Jahaslin James takes it to the house and extends the lead, 32-13. It will be kicked and let it go, Christopher, and Christopher Butler will let it go into the end zone, and that will be a touchback. So Woodland will take over at the 20. So as of right now, we've got Ranburn 37, Fayetteville 13, Lafayette 42, Vincent 15, uh, oh, Valley Head 28, Summerton Christian 13, and Cedar Bluff the last time we saw in the fourth quarter up 21-7 over Coosa Christian. Mm. That uh, Lafayette-Vincent game changed pretty quick, didn't it? And final score, Ragland defeats Victory Christian 18-13. So that pretty much solidifies that uh, we'll be the fourth seed, fourth seed, and we'll be going to Cedar Bluff. Well. So, yeah, I think Cedar Bluff, if that uh, Valley Head score can keep up, 28-13 Valley Head over Summits and Christian, Cedar Bluff wins the region outright, and uh, we'll be going there in two weeks. It'll be a handoff to Woodham. He gets back to the line of scrimmage to the 20-yard line, second down and 10 with eight minutes to go in the fourth. I got Dadeville 40 to nothing over Beulah. That's a final. Auburn 42 to 28 final over Enterprise. Next week's opponent, the Horseshoe Bend Generals, falling hard to Lynette 57 to 7. But then again, who hasn't fallen hard to Lynette this year? Yeah, they they got some good players there too. A couple of D1 athletes, and you put that on a 2A football team, and you got something. 7:30 to go here in Winterboro, 32-13 Bulldogs. Lovern will send Parker in motion from left to right. Jackson looking to pass. He's in trouble. Got to get rid of it. Throws, and he'll just throw this one away. Mm. The nearest guy he could have possibly thrown to was Tate Bradford, but Tate about five yards in front of that one, and that'll bring up third down. Briarwood is up 21 over Homewood, 21-18. Thompson still leads Hoover, 21-17. Pike Road, 44. Greenville, nothing. Clock will stop here, 7.13 to go in the fourth. Wadley Bulldogs off this week, but they will take on Spring Garden next week. That'll be a huge measuring stick to see where Wadley is. Spring Garden more than likely coming into this game undefeated as well. 7.13 to go, handoff Parker Woodham. He goes up the middle. He'll catch a guy, tries to carry him over the 20-yard line. He will down to the 21, but he's still well shy of that first down. That'll bring up fourth. So for a third quarter that uh, Woodland chewed a lot of clock off of, it's the fourth quarter that's been really exciting as far as uh, fireworks have gone for scoring. Winterboro with two touchdowns, Woodland with one, all of that happening just within the last five minutes of game time. Yeah, yeah. Um, just kind of kind of like you said, a, a hope in the third quarter. We, we, we were shown hope, and then we kind of had it taken away a little bit in the fourth, minus the one touchdown that we were able to drive and get. Good punt from Bradford. Going to sail over here near us. Bounce just shy of the 50-yard line. Take a Winterboro bounce at the 45. 
And that's where they will start inside Woodland Territory at the 45-yard line. 6.20 to go in the fourth quarter. Winterboro up 32-13 over Woodland. You know, that, that's where you hurt playing field position right there. You know, you're already down a couple of scores, and then you have, uh, you know, field position that you don't really drive the ball much, and you, you, know, you get a you know pretty decent punt off, but you still get it to them on there on your side of the field. Winterboro, a darn good football team, and the way that they've scored has just been uh, very quickly because you look back at their first two touchdowns that they score. They score with a 10.50 to go. Uh, in the first quarter, and then right after that, they score with 7.54 to go. So that's two quick touchdowns. Had one touchdown in the second quarter, but other than that, their last two touchdowns have come very close to one another, too, within uh, four and a half minutes of each other. Yeah. They do. They have good athletes, I mean, and, and they have some big guys. I mean, they, they really do. I mean, you got to. And they're quick. They're yeah. quick. Very quick. Be a handoff to the fullback. He'll get to the 44-yard line, a gain of one. I believe that was. Uh, Trying to look and see who that was. I apologize for not getting his number before the game. It was a big fullback, Jahaslin James, dotting the eye in this eye formation set. It was a fullback dive. Um, if you like uh, guys named Pat Dye and Bear Bryant, uh, you would like that play. Jahaslin James, dotting the eye, wearing number 23. Eye formation set, that fullback is number seven, Calvon Thomas. Thomas will not help block for Jahaslin James, and there is a fumble on the play picked up by Eli Rollins. Eli is going to take it to the 35-yard line. It was a handoff to Jahaslin James, but he made contact with a Woodland player. The ball went up in the air. Eli Rollins picked it up, and they've got it to the 35-yard line. Let's make something out of this, Cats. Let's do it. Put some points on. Let's go. Looked like they were trying to run an old I-formation power play right there. Um, and he just, just couldn't handle the ball. Two turnovers for Winterboro today, an interception to Chandler Mitchell in the second quarter, and a fumble return there by uh, Eli Rollins. Eli returning it to the 35-yard line. First down and 10. Woodland moving from right to left as you listen with 5.29 to go in the ball game. Jackson will take the snap, hands off Parker. No, it'll be another option keeper. He's got it back to the line of scrimmage to the 30. He fumbles the football, but thankfully it will go out of bounds. Good job there by number 11, uh, Troy McKinney, to strip that one away from Jackson. But lucky for him, it uh, went out of bounds about four yards behind where he went out of bounds down to the 33-yard line. So after that, it was a gain of about three. Tough tackle there. It was uh, not a horse collar tackle, but one of those tackles from behind that really kind of Creates the same momentum as a horse collar. Um, got him from you know back lower on his jersey right there. Tough tackle. Clock running at 5:21 to go in the fourth quarter. 32-13, Winterboro on top. Bobcats with the football at the Winterboro 33. High snap, but it will be Parker getting it this time. Getting to the 30-yard line, he's finally going to be brought down at the 31-yard line. So he'll get those yards back. It'll be third down and about five to go from the 30. Chilly night here in Winterboro, Alabama. I think I heard a comment from one of the cheerleaders a second ago. I can't feel my legs. <laughs> yeah. They've got on uh, they've got on gray crew neck sweatshirts, but they don't have anything to protect their legs. So they're just out there in their cheer skirts and nothing else. They got to get them wind pants out. Absolutely. 
I'm looking across the way in the uh, the old school parking lot, and some of the buses are actually turned on now, so I think the heat's getting running. Smart call. Shotgun set, Jackson Lovern on third down and five. Trying to get Winterboro to jump off sides. It won't work this time. Hand off Parker Woodham. He crosses the 30 mm -hmm. down to the 27-yard line, about two yards shot. Got a couple of new guys in there, too. I know Cade Cross on the offensive line. That's another name that uh, Bobcat fans need to write down for next year because he'll be one of the leaders. We talk about those seniors at halftime, Brett, about Guy McManus, Parker Woodham, Jackson Lover, and those guys that uh, when they were sophomores, which will be the case for Christopher Butler, David Knowles, Avery Porter, Cade Cross next year, they were in that same situation. Yeah. So They're going to the be real important. Yeah, real the future important. Bobcats are – Going to be key there. These sophomores we'll see next year. Parker will be in motion from right to left, but it will be Jackson Lovern keeping it. On fourth down, he's going to slide down just shy, just shy of the first down. We kind of fake a pitch right there, and that kind of gets everybody going one direction, and then we – we kind of let Jackson run up under it some, and that's where we kind of create the seam there. Um, but unfortunately, not enough of one for him to get to get the first down. First down from the 28-yard line for Winterboro. They're up in their huddle right now on the sidelines. Woodland defense is out there. K Cross going back out there on the defensive line, getting him some valuable reps. David Knowles out there as well. 3.37 to go in the ball game. Bobcats down to Winterboro, 32-13. Travis looking to throw in the flat, and it will be incomplete. Intended for number three, Jadon Swain, but he threw it to Jadon's, uh, the top of his shoes, actually. I think it bounced off his shoelace, and that will be incomplete, and that will stop the clock. Now, every coach is different, you know, Taylor, but uh, I don't understand not running the ball there. Coming out in the I formation set with three foot, uh, 34 to go. Second down, clock stop with Winterboro on top, 32-13. Not in the eye, Deontay Smoot, your fullback, number seven, Calvon Thomas. Be a handoff, Smoot. He breaks one tackle, but he will fall behind the line of scrimmage down to the 26-yard line. So a loss of one. And that'll bring up third down behind the sticks. Great crowd here. Woodland brought another good crowd. Winterboro brought a good crowd tonight as well. Just a great night overall for high school football. Oh, we do. We always bring great crowds, great, uh, great group of people. It's just a good night to see both teams have plenty of support. Yeah. Because especially in 1A, you know, you don't have a lot of players, but it's always rewarding to see the community invest into this football team, no matter where they're at. Will be a rollout, Jake Thomas, or a Jake Travis, rather. He will take it. He'll slide down just as he gets the first down on the far side of the field at the 39-yard line. Needed 13 on the play, got about 14, and that will bring yeah. up first down for the Winterboro Bulldogs with 2.41 to go in the ballgame. 32-13, as we mentioned, 
Uh, yeah, Winterboro is good. They have scored a lot of points, but they have scored a lot of points in a quick amount of time. So it, that in-between time, Woodland's defense has done a good job of uh, of keeping Winterboro out of the end zone, but just those quick bursts right there yeah. have really been the difference. Yeah. Offense has done good at keeping uh, their possession of the football as well. And they're in a five-wide set. Wildcat for Winterboro, and they've got speed. It's going to be Dandridge. Dandridge will take it at midfield, 45, before finally being pushed out of bounds at the 41-yard line. That's the last time that – or that's the third time that we've seen uh, that formation in the third different guy. We see it, of course, with uh, number 23, Jahaslin James. We've also seen it with uh, Deontay Smoot as well. That's the first time that we've seen it with Chance Dandridge uh, running out of that Wildcat set where the running back takes the direct snap. Yeah, they kind of split him out and then just let him take off and do his thing. High formation with first down. Ball at the Woodland 41-yard line. Winterboro moving from left to right, as we call it. And there is going to be a flag on the play for late substitution. That will move Winterboro back five yards. Twelve men in the huddle. That is it. Try to get Dandridge off the field, but... Unfortunately, he was he was he was in there in the in the huddle. He was in the meeting, <laughs> and only only eleven guys yeah, were invited. Uh, yeah. Be a handoff left side gets to the forty-five down to the forty-four. That's number twenty, Deontay Smoot on the carry to the left side. That'll bring up third down and about 12. Now I suspect you'll see a couple of more handoffs here. Try to just eat the clock. 142 and counting here. Winterboro uh, slowly getting guys in and out, trying to burn some clock. I really kind of just wish I knew what their offensive system was. Uh, it's it's an unusual offense. What kind of coaching clinics does Coach Manfield go to? I want to know as well. Yeah. Shotgun yeah. set for Travis. He throws it deep, and it is incomplete. Intended for Chance Dandridge. Again, great coverage by Tate Bradford over on the left side. Throwing on second down and 12 when you're up 32-13. Minute and 15 seconds left. You got to pull out all the stops. Yeah, I, I, I do not get it. Looks like they are going to go back to the Wildcat formation as Jocelyn James will check back into the ball game. What's more important, putting up a few more points or getting out of here without, you know, any more people getting hurt, you know? Clock will also stop as well with 1.15 to go. Yeah, yeah. Wildcat for Jahaslin James. Jaslin will take it to the left side. Shakes one tackle, shakes two. Domino of Bobcats will fall on him at the 39-yard line. He gets just inside the sticks for fourth down and nine. Jahaslin James wearing number 23. Kind of makes me wonder why he didn't go the other route and go number 32 like the, the great Edgerin James yeah. that uh, played for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, he's a big guy. Number seven, or is that 17 that's fullback? He's a big guy. I uh, believe that's Calvon Thomas. Yeah, yeah. we've uh, seen him get a couple of carries tonight as well. 
Number 15, uh, Dawson Mosley plays tight end on uh, the offense. We play defensive end tonight. I think he's about six foot four. Got a lot of height here in Winterboro. 30 seconds to go. Should be the last play of the game. Chaslin James will run to the right side. Bounces off one tackle. He'll finally be brought down at the 41-yard line. Not going to get the first down, so the clock will stop with 20 seconds to go and Woodland will just run out the clock here. They're down 32-13 as they take over at the 40-yard line. Yeah, offense going to go in. Going to see some new guys out there. See number 21, Devin Bluebaugh, into the ball game. Yeah, I think they're going to take a timeout and uh, kind of set up what they're going to do right here to get through the – Callum Gay looking to check into the ball game. I believe this will be his fourth appearance of the season. Jackson Lovern having a great night. Yeah. Throw some good passes. Very proud of him and what he did tonight to contribute. Another great night for Parker Woodham again. Tate Bradford having some big plays. Yeah, you know, you can just you – know, you can count on those guys. Just Like I said, we just had too many times we shot ourselves in the foot or didn't capitalize on something that we needed to capitalize on. 20 seconds to go in this one, 32-13, Winterboro on top. Winterboro looking to go to 5-4 and four on the year. They got a test next week against Barry, team that we saw in the second round of the playoffs last year. Woodland will fall to three and six on the year. A chance to get one last win against Horseshoe Bend next week. Callan Gay in the ball game now. He'll hand off to Parker Woodham right side. Shakes one tackle, fumbles the football. Winterboro will pick it up. And Parker's going to have to beat him, and he's not. Touchdown, Winterboro. Crushing blow to this ball game is they lost. Uh, Woodham lost the football. Winterboro picks it up, takes it down the far sideline. Parker, the only guy that could keep up with him, and he was just short. Yeah, yeah, tough, tough right there. So it'll be 38 to 13, Winterboro. No, on top here. So seven seconds to go. 38-13, Winterboro. Yeah, they scored about 30 seconds ago, and then we get the yeah. the call from the other <laughs> – from the stadium announcer uh, about 25 seconds after that. He's waiting on the official to make the call, too. Yeah. We're, we're, we're all struggling tonight. I didn't know if he was on tape delay or what. Like, was there <laughs> – they are going to go for two, oh, and for it two. is incomplete. Don't know why in the world you would do that to begin with, but that pass falls incomplete. 38-13 is your score now with seven seconds to go. Well, I don't know, Taylor. Uh, they got a good team. They they played, they played a good game tonight, but there's a couple of things right here at the end that 
if you ever get a chance, this is one of those things you stick back as a coach, you stick in the back of your mind, and if I ever get a chance and I play them again and I got the upper hand, then I remember those things. Exactly. And, of course, reclassification coming up next month, I believe. And I uh, believe Winterboro is going to move up to 2A. I know Winterboro and Woodland were both kind of right there on the edge of being yeah. between 1A and 2A. Maybe, I think, five students maybe the difference in both of these schools going up to 2A. Don't know what that's going to hold now. But they, this could be the last time they play for a while or they could be playing again as region opponents next year. Could be again. Yeah, I just a couple of questionable decisions I think right there. So Winterboro will kick this one off with seven seconds to go. Good kick there by Winterboro, taken by Christopher Butler. Christopher Butler looking to get some blocks. He'll go to the right side, and he will be upended at the 39-yard line, and that will do it. Your final score here in Winterboro. The Bulldogs on top of Woodland, my score of 38-13. to 13. Uh, We're caught up on all of our ads, Brett, so uh, just any of your final thoughts before we get out of here tonight. Yeah, man, this is tough, tough loss tonight. Um, you come in with a chance to go to second place. and uh, Victor Christian was almost doing their part for you, too. So we, we were both kind of neck and neck right there trying to get this, trying to work for it. Uh, Victor Christian didn't hold off, so they, they lose. And then, uh, you know, we can't, we can't ever mount a comeback to actually get the win. Um, just too many mistakes is, is our biggest problem. So it, uh, we'll have to wait on the official uh, wording of uh, from the AHSAA, but I believe Woodland will go to Cedar Bluff in two weeks uh, to take on the Tigers uh, from up there on the beautiful shores of Lake Weiss in Cherokee County. And we are uh, uh, looking forward to that as well. I don't know how the rest of that region will uh, work out, but uh, we're looking forward to being in the playoffs for the second straight season. Um, uh, but, uh, again, uh, Mr. Waits, is uh, always a pleasure uh, working with you again. And uh, I know we'll at least get one more game together in Cedar hey, Bluff in two weeks. I can't wait for it. Uh, you know, playoff games are always fun. Um, and, you know, it's just a different atmosphere. Everybody's a little more tense. And, and you know, hey, we're going to go up Cedar Bluff, and uh, we're going we're gonna to come out and hopefully we're going to get a win and come back. Maybe we'll be playing at home that next week in the second round. Yeah, that'll be nice. Uh, but, again, your final score, 38-13. Uh, Woodland falling to Winterboro tonight. A tough game by the Bobcats. Uh, don't want to take anything away from uh, Winterboro. They got a dang good football team. They got they some do. dang good athletes. Uh, Woodland put up a good fight at times, but unfortunately just could not get it done today. Just a couple of short bursts there uh, by Winterboro, was able, and they were able to put this one away. Uh, but again, tonight's broadcast of Woodland Bobcat football was powered by the Knowles Group and fueled by Southern Union State Community College. Your final score tonight, Winterboro 38, Woodland 13. Winterboro moves to 5-4 and four, while Woodland falls to 3-6. and six. You can read more about tonight's game by picking up a copy of the Randolph Leader available on Wednesday. You can also listen to the replay of this broadcast or any iSchool Sports Network production on demand on SoundCloud. Just search iSchool Sports Network. 
Next week, the Generals of Horseshoe Bend invade Woodland, and we honor the senior Bobcats as they play their last regular season game at Warren Sewell Field and what will be an appetizer for the AHSAA Class 1A playoffs. I invite you to join us for the home finale next week, but if you can, iSchool Sports Network will have live coverage of Woodland versus Horseshoe Bend next Friday night at 6.20 with Terry Allen joining me for the kickoff at 7 o'clock. For our broadcast partners, Brett Waits and Terry Allen, I'm Taylor Jones signing off saying thanks for spending your night with us. Good night and go Cats. Thank you for listening to iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football. Any rebroadcast or retransmission without the express written consent of the Woodland High School Athletic Department and the iSchool Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Executive producers of iSchool Sports Network were Wes Kinsey and Adam Slay. Listen to the replay of the broadcast or any iSchool Sports Network's past productions on SoundCloud. Just search iSchool Sports Network. This is the iSchool Sports Network.